0: Your attention is precious. Pulled in a million directions for a million different reasons. Blue Cross Blue Shield of South Carolina works hard to make sure your health insurance isn't one of the many things distracting you from what's important. By making healthcare easier to navigate, we help keep your focus on the moments that matter most. Like dinner with loved ones. Letting you focus on you. That's the Benefit of Blue. Learn more at BenefitofBlueSC.com
1: No purchase necessary.
3: Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Welcome to Mic Drop, the podcast where relevancy is irrelevant and we don't give a shit about your feelings. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, it's an honor and a pleasure to introduce my next podcast guests. But in reality, I've already introduced one of them, and his name is Chris Osmond. We're bringing Chris and his lovely wife, Roz, back on the program uh, because of some recent events that took place where he was actually uh, in the news for some international reasons, which we're going to dive into. He was out here just a few weeks ago. I'm not going to reintroduce him uh, because I already did in the, in the previous part, uh, we are going to dive right the fuck into uh, some of the details. Uh, one thing I would like to, uh, to mention first is that we appreciate you guys taking the time out of your schedule, you and, and Roz, for coming up here. I know you're in town anyway. I guess from from the listener standpoint, just to build some, some backdrop, is that uh, when we recorded the last episode, uh, the one that you guys probably just listened to, what what was it, four fucking days after you left here? <laughs> yeah, like new- I,
3: I literally think it was about four days later I was in a Haitian jail, yeah, hanging so. out, enjoying the <laughs> local scenery.
2: Yeah. So imagine, the, the, like I had no idea. I mean, we went out to dinner, we spent the night. We won't get into the, the B-roll that existed from the security cameras that used to Absolutely night. not, no. But, uh, but, you know, so...
3: Like All I can see is those dogs are a little bit more aggressive yeah, at night than yeah. they are during the day.
2: That's they the it's the chunk, it's the chunky peanut butter. If you if you do smooth, <laughs> they're not as nibbly, but it's like a hazing thing. I do yeah, I do chunky, so they they yeah. get the teeth in there a little bit.
3: They seem to enjoy themselves. But,
2: but the uh, I like I had no idea that he was going there, and so you know we re- record the fucking podcast four days later. I, I'm watching fucking Fox News, and it's like you know four american security contractors two navy seals chris osman are in a Haitian jail it's like wait what the fuck like, <laughs> like days after he left here so we're gonna we brought him back on uh that's why we're, we delayed the release of the initial one a little bit we wanted to get yeah. that story and add it to it so i'm gonna just jump right into it I'm, I'm just gonna gonna have to ask what in the fuck were you thinking
3: so well that's a good question but so what I have never publicly, you know, talked about that I do security work, right? And now, you know, and I just do it because I enjoy it, right? I mean, you know, the deal being out of the military and then carrying on into the day to day business, and you know, for anybody who has made that transition, it's not that I cannot survive in the civilian world and I want to eat a eat my own pistol. I I just get bored with everyday fucking life. So when somebody's like, hey man, you want to make a few hundred bucks a day? Or, you know, the Haitian thing was $1,000 a day, which for people in the security world, you know, um, typically it's between $350 a day, depending on what you're doing, upwards of like $1,300 a day. But those days are kind of done, man. You know, the $1,300 a day type rates are are, uh, almost non-existent. So uh, $1,000 a day is a a pretty steep, um, you know, rate. And all it was was... Was I, you know, when I got into the security business, it was all like VIP protection, you know, EP, you know, so, you know, an ex, you know, people would know the Patriot tour, like Marcus Luttrell and Taya Kyle. And, you know, I was part of that security detail and zigzagged across the country with them for months. And, but, you know, there are tours on the weekend. And I would work, you know, Monday through Thursday and, at, you know, Friday, hop on a plane and I would go do advance with the guys, pick them up and do their thing. They do their tour. We'd fly back. So um, it's just, you know, extra money for the family and you yeah. know um i just really enjoy doing it i mean you know walk around with a gun and i mean if
2: it's that yeah. or walmart greeter you know so yeah yeah
3: you know, so you know and it, it is boring as shit i mean you know i call it being a butler with a gun you know people yeah. think it's sexy but you're really you know picking people up from the airport carrying their fucking bags and you know they're driving ever, them around and taking care of their kids and shit so do you ever you get
2: know. the like motherfucker i wanted the double espresso not the single and i wanted almond milk like you ever get
3: Assholes I and- I have gotten requests just like that of <laughs> you know hey can you help me hey I'm I got to be for a book signing yeah. I'm late sorry that, man anyway you can help me iron my shirt and you you can't say no cuz you're, yeah. you're they're a client but yeah. they're not working for me right yeah. I can't just tell them to go fuck themselves
2: that's all, I mean to you me know? on the drink tip like that's a, a pretty much a guaranteed way to get your your sack dunked in the fucking double espresso if you're if you're a dick like Yeah. Making a request like that. I mean, you ever teabag anybody's stuff or what?
3: I haven't teabagged anybody's stuff. I I have, I mean, like we could do a podcast just on bullshit behind the scenes stories of some of these clients, but it is... You Know, I can't eat at Subway, I can only get Quiznos yeah. type shit. Um, hey, you know, can you run and get me green tea? I told them I wanted tea, but it's not the green tea that I like, and yeah. you, you know, and it turned like I said, it's being a butler with a gun, really, that at sure the end would of drive the day, me nuts. and it, it does, and you really have to set aside the. Um, You know, your personal feelings and just say, okay, man, look, I'm representing a client that hired me to be here. So if you tell people to go fuck themselves or choke out a client, you know what I mean? Which has happened. I mean, I, I, I know friends of mine that have literally (laughs) laid out clients, clients, kids, like they would be down in Mexico as an example. And, you know, Hey, you know, take my kids out in town. They want to go party. And well, you know, they take the fucking mystery machine and in the, in the, in the whole gang out into town and these kids are like fucking 16, 17, 20, 20. You know what I mean? And they act like fucking assholes. And then, you know, you got a team guy that'll just blast one of them. And they're like, hey man, we got to send you on the plane, man. You just knocked out our client's son. He's like, yeah, he's being a fucking dick and grabbed me. So I, I punched him in the face. I, I personally think those stories are hilarious. Yeah, no I sure. haven't gotten to that point. I, I you know, I tend yeah. to keep it under wraps. Um, I,
2: I don't think there's enough of that. I mean, violence is a universal language. You know, there's I, nothing shuts down entitlement like a fucking pimp slap but and you you can make a meme (laughs) make a meme out of that one yeah um so in in terms of this contract like did somebody approach you say you know hey we got this fucking gig like how did that shake
3: i did so i got called by a um you know a security company and they wanted me to go to haiti the original text i got and i should have brought my phone in here but the original text was hey can you go to haiti tonight and do security for people who are leaving the island so you know when the the embassy evacuated non-essential personnel and had all the riots and shit the original contract that i was on to to do this was to fly in and to escort people down to the airport so they could get on their private jets and leave and even though haiti literally is the poorest country in the western hemisphere they do have some very rich people that live there and you know they were trying to leave and you know get their kids out of there and fly to where the fuck they were going so the idea was that we would land, you know, go to their houses, you know, watch, you know, help them put their shit in their car, get in the butler with a gun and you know be the, the the presence the security presence for them as you know and take them down to the airport drop them off and <laughs> take off and that's it
2: so i mean in terms of i mean i you probably don't want to or can't disclose you know what what group maybe you can but i'm i'm curious like kind of from a big picture
3: oh i could tell you cuz they're fucking turds yeah well i mean feel, turds. feel free to
2: blast them but i i'm like did two things i mean did you <laughs> did you think right out of the gate like this seems fucking suspect and be like, was there a government sanction aspect? Like, was there any liaisoning between a State Department or was it just total civilian? Like, were there any red flags you're like, fuck, wait a minute? Like, we're going down there because you were armed, right? Like,
3: well, I flew in on a commercial aircraft. So, yeah. um, a lot of the guys flew in on a private jet. Um, I didn't bring any firearms, something like that. I brought my my kit, my armor, my, you know, holsters and stuff like that. But I didn't bring any, any weapons which were to be provided, which isn't, you know, unlike anything that, uh, you know other people do it's, it's kind of rare that you know you're gonna be cruising into a foreign country with your fucking Pelican. It's not like when the military man, you're not just gonna roll in, and you're like, Oh Yo, man, there's my Pelican case, and yeah. you know, it's yeah. not like that. So, the idea was n- nothing, there was no red flags because it was doing security work for people leaving the island, right? Yeah. Now, once I got there though, we're, we go to the ho- hotel and we're all kind of hanging out of the hotel that night. And I meet the, the the team for the first time, right? A couple of guys I had known uh, previously and everybody else were, you know, strangers to me. A couple of, uh, you know, we all became really, really close, obviously, because we were hanging out in Haitian <laughs> prison for yeah. fucking four days, but...
2: Turns out you needed a pry bar to get you guys apart by the that's end, That's true.
3: That's yeah. very true. Um, so the next day, we were supposed to go meet the president of Haiti, right? President Moise. And so, it, it, you know, I kind of like... Turned my head to one of the other guys that I knew, and I was like, "What the fuck, the president?" I thought we were like taking old ladies to the airport and their kids and shit. And yeah. and so I, my belief today is that that I was lied to, that the guys that we were with were lied to. I think that there was a a, a bigger um, picture of hey, we'll just get these guys here and then you know try to get them to do shit. Obviously, yeah. I wouldn't participate in any dumb shit because um, mm-hmm. that's just not who I am. But anyway, so we get there. And the the meeting with the president, like, falls through. Shockingly. Shockingly, right? <laughs> well, all
2: right. So before you get into kind of the details of that, I'm still yeah. curious the the leading up to that. I know, like, for me, like, I get, you know, texts from buddies and, and shit. They're like, you know, hey, we got this fucking gig, you know, spinning yeah. up. You know, similarly, not, not real often these days, but you know, I, I'm, I, if I'm putting myself in your shoes, I'd be like, okay, well, you know, who are we fucking doing this for? Like, I'm, I'm assuming sure. it was, was it somebody that you trust well enough to just be like, yeah, fuck it. I'll jump on a plane at a moment's notice. Because, like, right. for me, I'd be like, well, what's our fucking contingency plan? Like, you know, who's bailing us out if we get fucked up? Like, what yeah. are we really doing there? Who's paying us? Like, is there a contract? I don't know. I mean, maybe. Yeah. The- so
3: there was a there is or was a contract in place with uh, Patriot Group Services, And Patriot Group Services has been doing contracts for um, infrastructure and security for about six years. Uh, the guy that hired us through this contract has already was working for Patriot Group Services. the a former Marine um, who's been in Haiti working a- along with a couple of the other guys. So yeah. they had already been doing work, you know, there. And yeah. I, you know, knew one of the guys, and that's how I ended up on it. So it was just a hey, we need extra people to go. Yeah. But because I work for myself, which is how I, you know, kind of get some of these. Is you yeah. know, as you know, the phone rings and you get text
0: messages yeah, and hey, can you leave in a shit week? Sometimes. Yeah, yeah.
3: He got asked and left on the same
1: day. Yeah. So it was like a very short time frame. Yeah. I mean, within six hours, I would say. Yeah. Probably like six
2: hours. Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, maybe maybe I'm just older. Old, I've been fucked over enough, you yeah. know, to where like, I'd be like, well, fuck, wait a minute, but. Yeah.
3: Well, and we got paid half up front before. No, sure. So the deposits were already made and then yeah. we got confirmation through emails. I got you. And so, you know, it was a real thing. And, and was, you
2: trusted the dude that approached yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. So. So, do, you, do you want to mention uh, anything else about the, the lead up to that?
3: No, I mean, it was pretty, uh, pretty boring. Like I said, yeah. I mean, I was literally shopping, I think, at the mall or something. We couldn't like that. find his passport. Couldn't <laughs> find my passport. That was another good one. Like, <laughs> so I uh, was like throwing all my shit. And I, you know, I literally had all my bag and my kit and everything. And I was like, fuck, man, I can't find my passport. And I don't know why I had my passport card, had all, like, all the kids' passports. Yeah. And so we ended up going downtown <laughs> San Diego and got a replacement passport
2: holy same, in
3: day. same day within like two hours yeah. you go in there like hey i lost my passport here's my passport card you fell out of paperwork and hey come yeah. back in three hours 200 bucks and awesome. bang so that should have been the first red flag
2: yeah well how, how <laughs> that was, was yeah how long was it supposed
3: to be for 10 days 10 days, Ten days yeah i got you
2: all right so you land and, and was there any type of liaison like hey when you get in so-and-so is going to pick you up
3: right so the company that hired me uh he was there, uh, this guy named Talon. So he picked me up at the airport and that's when, uh, Chris McKinley was there and I saw him for the first time. I was like, Holy shit. What's up, dude. You know, he and I were buds together, obviously. So that, you know, I just felt comfortable. I wasn't, there wasn't, you know, it wasn't crazy busy at the airport. There was nothing really going on. We left and, you know, got a quick little tour of uh, port au Prince in Haiti, which is a beautiful, beautiful place. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like Somalia, except it's a shithole. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking shithole, yeah. man. God damn. Um,
2: which which is is interesting because I know the Clinton Foundation has dumped hundreds of millions of dollars. I'm surprised that it didn't get to where it was supposed to go. That's so odd.
3: Well, I think that's <laughs> well, I think that's how we we ended up getting fucked and get tied in and, and yeah. goat roped into all this you know uh, political mess because the you know like I, you know the next day literally I was in in jail with all these guys yeah. and and it was all tied back to uh, the prime minister yeah. so. Um, anyway, so the next day we go to the client's house and he was in this compound, you know, had four or five houses in there and, you know, 15 foot iron gate with this, you know, barbed wire and shit. And he had armed guards outside that let us in and we're in there hanging out, but the meeting with the president fell through. So we just hung out at his house, just like we're doing here, you know, and towards the end of the day, they had another guy coming in that needed to be picked up from the airport. So myself and Chris were going to go down there and grab them, and then just go back to the hotel. Right? There was like, there was literally nothing to do, and we were already having discussions about flying back because there was no, um, you know, there was the 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 mission of escorting people to the airport was gone, yeah. and then it turned into, hey, we're gonna, you know, the client's house that we're at, this guy named Josh, we were going to take him down to a to the Haitian National Bank so he could sign some paperwork, and that's where this whole you know, misappropriations of funds and all this other stuff, you know, I think happens and why we were kind of like, I'm going say duped because that's probably not the right word. But once we were all there, probably going to be used just as security for this guy <clears throat> to go sign this contract. So he and this guy, Jean-Louis Fritz, whose vehicles that we had all are tied in with the president of the country. So as we get into the vehicle to leave, fire up the GPS, it finds itself, you know, like, you know, just like a typical GPS does. But it can't see the roads. It doesn't have access to you know, the street signs. It's just a fucking blue screen, right?
2: It turns out Siri doesn't know how to recalculate and pour a fucking print. So. It does not. I can tell you, it does
3: not. That thing was fucking. Yeah, did, Siri was like, "Fuck you, leave right now."
2: Yeah. Did you? I'm assuming you brought your cell phone. Did it? Did you have coverage? Like, did it work down there? Could you?
3: Well, the cell signal it had to obviously switch to the the in country cell, yeah. but it was it was intermittent yeah. at best. So we it was unreliable.
2: Did you guys you know? bring a sat phone or no?
3: We had uh, comms between ourselves, but no no sat phones. No. Yeah, um, but the the cell signals worked. I mean, the cell phones worked. We had what you know, fired up WhatsApp. We were doing all that all that type of stuff. But uh, and we had communication between the vehicles. Then, so because the fucking GPS couldn't find itself, and we were literally on the ground for I mean, shit, man, eighteen hours, twenty hours, something like that. You know, the, the situational awareness, you you know how it is, man. you got to be in country for a minute driving around yeah. before if the GPS shits to bed, you can kind of,
2: you <laughs> yeah. know. Know where the fuck.
3: Know where the fuck you're going because yeah. all the streets look the same. All the people look the same. It's just yeah. hole after shithole. And you're like, wow, that's even a bigger shithole. You know, <laughs> go down three shitholes, take yeah. a left, do a U-turn.
2: <laughs> even take a right shit hole. on the
3: bigger shithole. It's kind of how you get directions around there. <laughs> and so we so the the other vehicle is going to go and do a advanced on the route to the bank. Hmm. So we're going to be, be, be coming back the next day, picking this client up, taking him down to the bank so we can go sign these fucking paperwork. And then from there, it was really, really talked about of just us going back in a couple of days, but we were still going to get paid because we, you know, jumped through our asked to be there. Yep. It, it seemed like what we were hired to do completely fell through and it, and it was like, Hey, well, since we're here, <clears throat> handle this yeah but the guy that was paying us to be there was the guy that wanted to go to the bank right so he was the the prime on the contract with the haitian government you're not just going to tell the dude to go fuck himself right um so you know it's like okay you don't want to go to the airport you want to go to the bank no big deal right who gives a shit it's it is what it is so because the gps wasn't working i asked the the interpreter and the and the lead driver in the other vehicle i said hey man how far is the airport from the bank and he's like oh it's like five to eight minutes i'm like cool well this thing shit the bed so what we're gonna do is gonna follow you guys and you guys are literally just doing a, a route recon he's like yep we're just gonna swing by do some videos out you know through the windows and uh snap some pictures and then that's it okay cool and then <laughs> that turned into you know a, a four day uh shit show but so we get down to the bank and about a quarter mile from the bank the lead vehicle stops guy gets out and this this kid um Dustin, who owns Patriot Group Services, he's you know these all these they're the ones with the contract. Is like, hey, I want to go talk to the guys at the bank.
2: So the fucking owners of the of Patriot were were there with you guys. Yes. Oh, shit.
3: Yeah. Because because they do. I mean, like I said, they've been going back to and from that yeah. for six years. Yeah. And okay. he's really good friends. I guess not good good friends enough, but knows the Bama. <laughs> they they go in and out of the bank all the time yeah. and helping them with infrastructures and you all know right. whatever shit they're doing.
2: Yeah. So, all right, so you guys pull up and fucking...
3: So he jumps out to go talk to the guys at the the front door of the bank. And there are, you know, armored cars there and guys out with like Galils and Uzis and... um, uh, Like some shit out of a movie. Yeah, some shotguns. But you know the armored car isn't like what we're used to. It when I say armored car is like a Brinks armored truck, yeah, right. So that was that was like kind of blocking the entrance to the door. So they pulled up right right in front of that thing, and we were uh, sitting across the street. And you know they get out and they were talking to the guy for like ten minutes, and they're okay, man, thanks a lot, and you know there's zero, zero drama. And so they leave, and they, we just follow them behind them to go to the airport. And probably, I man, it must have been five six minutes later. Um, as we're just driving a police truck with maybe like five or six guys pulls up next to us and asks us to stop. So we're like, all right. So we stop at
2: this point we you're like, what in the fuck?
3: Yeah. yeah. Cause I was like, you know what well, I mean? Obviously, you know, we stick out like dog balls, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, and I, in a, obviously them getting out of the vehicles, but there's no stopping it. Right. You yeah. can't like, what are you going to do, man? Jump yeah. out of the, choke his ass out. You, you know?
2: Yeah. So at this point you're in three vehicles, four two ve- vehicles, two vehicles. And yep. at that point, like all of the weapons and shit were in the trunk, right? Or did you get,
3: no, the, you guys... the weapons were in the vehicles.
2: So you you guys... the,
3: the, the weapons were between the, the two vehicles. So we did have guns. Yeah.
2: Like on, on your person.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we have, we had uh you know, a few M4s in each car, each guy had a handgun and, when they roll up and stop us, they literally like look in the window. And they're like, eh, cool. And, I, you know, they, uh, you know, seeing a gun on somebody in Haiti is like a barbecue stand in Texas. They're fucking everywhere, yeah. right? There's, you know, it's, it's not a big deal. No, not a big deal at all.
2: Was, it, was there any either pre discussion of, you know, like tactics wise, like, hey, if we get contacted, like, this is kind of our ROEs, like, don't shoot unless fired upon, or like, was there any kind of.
3: Right. Cause it was, we weren't in a offensive
2: totally defensive tactic
3: yeah totally defensive tactics so it wasn't a hey let's shoot first and ask questions later yeah. i was the i was in a position to just shoot through the window and start dropping these i mean they were literally from me to you yeah. and i could have just started opening fire and you know a lot of people be like oh you should have just started shooting bro <laughs> and i say i'm like yeah it's cool that you say that but the reason why we're having this discussion and it's i'm cause not cause hanging <laughs> from a fucking tree in haiti is because yeah. i didn't yeah you know and i'm and i and i can't emphasize enough that I'm not a private military contractor and I'm not a mercenary. I'm not a yeah. murderer. So I'm not going to shoot some fucking cop just because he stops me to ask me, yeah. you know, why I ran a red light. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just that's, not what that's
2: I That's the older, wiser Chris right there. Now, 20 years ago. 20
3: years ago, I would have shot every <laughs> motherfucking one of them.
2: <laughs> oh, Christ. At, at this point, like from the time you landed until as you're, you know, in the story right now, had you been talking to him at all?
1: We were chatting on WhatsApp. The
2: whole yeah. time. So, did you have an idea of kind of, it was kind of a shit show? And like,
1: well, you know. he had, he sent me a message and said, Hey, you know, we're going to meet the president later today. And, you You're know, like, he's, yeah,
2: honey, that's great. Yeah. He yeah. sent me some
1: pictures
3: <laughs> of, um, I was at a gas station posing with some cops. With some yeah. cops, you know, and so I was he like, sent hey, some dude, pictures. Like, like take some selfies. I yeah. was sending her <laughs> selfies of me posing. I mean, it was very like I say, man, no one was fucking with us Yeah. And then this yeah. the shit went south real yeah. quick. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. And he was he sent me some pictures of how yeah. it looked there. And it, it's very sad because, yeah. you know, Haiti may be a shithole, as in the infrastructure and everything. But even the, people the president are,
3: called it a shithole. Remember that when yeah, Trump oh got yeah. in trouble because yeah. he said Haiti hey, he was a shithole, he wasn't lying, folks. <laughs> yeah.
1: But the people yeah. are not bad people. Yeah. You know, I'm it's sad of sure what's happened there. So he yeah. sent me pictures because you know you think about the Clinton Foundation. And we're yeah. all thinking the same thing: yeah. like, where is all this money? And where is all this help? Yeah. But um, yeah, he sent me some. We were WhatsApping all day and yeah. until about 2.49.
3: And then it went radio. Yeah. And okay, then you so, went
1: radio silence. All yeah. right. So
3: they pull up, they tell you to
2: stop, they're looking in the windows, then, uh, then what?
3: Yeah. So the only one who can speak Creole, so you speak French and Creole there. The only one who could speak Creole was the lead driver, and he's a, he's a local Haitian, right? And um, so. I,
2: I thought you spoke French. No?
3: I do not. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. I know you do <laughs> I say baguette, <laughs> croissant, that's about <laughs> fucking as close as yeah. I get. Brie, that's French cheese. Wee wee. wee wee. I got a wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> so the um he starts talking to them, or to the cop, whatever, and he's, and he's basically telling them who we are, who we work for. And so the guy's like, Okay, no problem, man, we're gonna let you guys go. I just gotta call somebody. So the the best way that I could describe it is if you were driving in any town here in America and the brand new patrolman rookie pulls you over and for running a red light and you tell him, Hey man, now my dad is the town mayor. So he's like, Oh, I, Oh, okay, man. Well, let me just call to make sure it's cool. But then his like patrol Sergeant shows up and the patrol Sergeant doesn't know you. And he's like, "Well, let me call the lieutenant to make sure it's cool." So then the lieutenant comes, and then they keep, but they keep coming with more dudes, right? Yeah. So this goes on for almost two hours. We just sat there. No one was pointing guns at anybody. There's no screaming, no yelling. I mean, all the all the news media bullshit that was out there is completely wrong. And yeah, it Didn't I mean, go down like that.
2: Yeah, I mean the the insinuation at at best or at least I guess was, yeah, I mean like my, my interpretation of of how it went down is it's like fucking you know, dudes are like, like it's fucking Blackhawk down and like dudes are fucking, you know, you got nine barrels pointed at you and you're getting drug out and, you know, like dragged to the fucking, like, uh, yeah. I mean, I was just like, holy fuck, dude. I, I, I was fucking worried for you. I'll tell you that.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it was, it was, I, I, if like I said I wasn't point. nervous, I would be oh, yeah. lying my ass off. I yeah. literally thought to myself as I sit in the back seat. You know, I was like, "Fuck, man, is this how it ends? All the shit I've done in yeah. my life, I am like, this is it,
0: Haiti." <laughs> it's a
2: long fucking two hours, huh?
3: Yeah, long two hours, uh, but they were super cool to us. You know, we got out of the car a couple times, taking a piss. You know, there was um, there was banter back and forth, dialogue, guys giving us the thumbs up. You know, and there was there was nothing. Really, to be stressed out about as far as you know a standoff with the police. And there was a road. There was never a roadblock. They literally just pulled up and said, "Hey, we want to we want to talk to you guys." Well, we you know still had our cell phones and we were calling the other guys that were on the detail with us, and um, which was our team leader, and I'll call him our OIC, let's say. So, that's officer in charge,
2: that's right. You uh, civilian dicks.
3: <laughs> so they showed up. And they start talking to the guys as well. And they're like, no, man, I'm the prime on this contract. You know, and he literally has his cell phone. He's like, look, let me show you the contract. But it's in English, so they can't fucking read it, obviously. And the client was there too, right? Yeah. yeah. So one of the guys showed to try to like help us out. Because, like I said, the, the people that we were with were very, very well connected, all the way up um, to the president. And so it it just got to a point where there were so many police officers out there and then the next thing you know like their their police chief you know he shows up He was probably at the fucking club hanging out because he rolls up in there and flip-flops white pants <laughs> head on a blue polo shirt and he's got like a sig but it's like stuffed in and stuffed he didn't even have a fucking holster right it's literally like he left the club and somebody was like no you got to come down here." he's like fuck what where are they at yeah and he came down there to, to talk to all of us and so he's he's like look man we're just waiting for one phone call you guys will literally be out of here in 10 minutes and at that point, which is, I thought, rather odd, and it pisses me off to this day, is that our team leader, who's also a uh, fellow SEAL, his name is Mike Phillips, and when he introduced himself, he says this with two L's, fucking weirdo. Anyway, um, <laughs> so he's a uh, you know, former police officer, something like that, out of Maryland, and um, so he was down there as our team leader, so him and another guy jumped in a vehicle and left us there what yeah so the marine that was our oic literally says to him he's like hey guys i got i'm not fucking leaving these are my guys i'm not going anywhere
2: dude just fucking bolted didn't even say they were leaving
3: no I, I he was standing outside my my window because i was in the back seat of the second vehicle and I, I i looked at him i go mike what's going on dude he he stared at me like he like he didn't even know who i was didn't say a word he just jumped in the vehicle and they and they drove off
2: God, have you seen him since
3: no so (laughs) what the fuck no so and when what Uh. what really fucking pissed us off is later we found out that they went back to the hotel we were all staying at and mike cleaned out his room and left all of our shit there so they so the rooms were bought by them they were under there they had access to all of our rooms and they literally were you know so concerned with saving themselves that they literally fucking bailed on us
2: how how were they able to just leave
3: because they weren't part of the initial stop, and they didn't have guns in their car. Jesus. But right. one of them, you know, my boy Kent was like, fuck you guys. I'm staying here. These are my guys. I'm not yeah. going anywhere, right? Yeah. And it's cool. You know, Kent speaks French, so that was, that was really cool. And even he was told, hey, guys, we're literally just waiting for another phone call. And I think it was from the director of, um, I want to say like national security. But I know that's not the correct term, but um, yeah. something very high level like that within the government so national police yeah i don't know no i think that's who went and got you when you were yeah. in the jail but yeah the national police came to pick us up later on yeah. uh so anyway so it starts getting dark right so the police start getting nervous and we're like guys what are you what the fuck's going on like well it's getting dark and this through all the interpreters right so yeah. they're like well it's getting really dark you know it's not safe to be out here and I'm like, but you're the fuck motherfucking police, man! You're the one holding us. The fuck are you talking about? You're like, like, we don't mind being out here at night. We don't yeah. give a shit. Yeah. All right, what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah. You know, and know, there were and there was crowds amassing at both ends of the street. You know, so this block was like, you know, was no one was coming down. And there's probably like 200 people at one end of the street, 150, you know, behind us. And they're like, well, the riots are going to start up, and it's really not safe for us to be out. We got to get the fuck out of here. And they're like, well, you go. You know, we're going to all go to the police station and wait for this phone call, so we don't get fucked with out here on the street and then we're just gonna let you guys go and we're like whatever man so getting ready to leave everybody's in the cars and all of a sudden like i call him this police chief right he jumps out and he's on his cell phone he's like yeah 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 so then he hangs the phone up and then starts screaming fucking orders and all the police man like all 35 of them or whatever bail out of their vehicles and surround our vehicles and start screaming at us.
2: <laughs> Fucking Christ! In
3: French and Creole, and I thought I was going to get killed right there. I was like, "Oh, what the fuck is going on?" This is after two hours, right? And sitting there chilling with them for two hours, right? God. So, God damn. So is so they order us out of the vehicles and search us, and they didn't give a flying fuck about all the concealed knives and everything else that we had. They take the Glocks and the and the and the, the long rifles out of the vehicle, and then they're like, "Okay, my friend, okay." And then led us back in the cars. So it literally went from zero from for two hours, spikes to 100 for a minute and a half, and then back down to zero.
2: Jesus fuck.
3: Yeah, I was like, you could have just asked me. I just handed it out the window. Like you don't have to fucking put a Galil to my face. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Yeah
2: so I mean at that point like when they were yelling and shit were, they, were their guns drawn and fucking
3: their guns were drawn yeah. shoulder like mean, they were yeah, yeah, waiting for us to do something stupid and I was like
2: was your asshole puckered up into your throat or what oh yeah
3: I was. <laughs> I thought I tasted the, the seat foam I was on like it was sucking the fabric through my asshole and I was like hmm God like what damn. kind of thread is
2: that fucking anteater
3: you know you yeah. liked it yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do have a weird fascination yeah. with fabric I don't know what that's yeah. all
2: about but well, it, t- it tightened everything up it's all good <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah. So,
3: uh, all right. So they go back down to zero and now, so we, we go in this caravan. So there's a couple vehicles in front of us. There's our vehicles, which are driving ourselves, you know, they've got vehicles flanking us and we just cruise at about 10 miles an hour to the police station, which is maybe a two and a half miles away. We park the cars, get out and we're all just like hanging out in the compound. They take all their gear off and everything's totally chill. And we go up into this like classroom area, which is what everybody saw us on CNN and the camera phone to, because they they brought yeah. the media. But that's when we were hanging out. And we're up there now for, gosh, man, two fucking hours or something like that. And they got all the guns and everything else laid out, and all of our bags and kit or whatever. So the the media shows up, and they're they're down out in the parking lot. And we can see them through the window. And, you know, they show up and it just says hey, if I can, you know, media, you know, whatever. And we're like, oh, God, man, this thing's blowing up. And, I was like, and, and you know, of course, I'm like, yo, Kent, I thought we were going to be leaving after a phone call, man. What the yeah. fuck is going on? He goes, dude, I, I have no idea what's going yeah. on at this point. So then a, a two-vehicle detail shows up. Guys jump out. And you, it's te- you could tell they were professional and from the government or whatever because they're, like, opening the door and they're, like, legit doing, um, yeah. you know, uh, security. And... Get this guy upstairs. He he pulls this like police chief guy around the corner.
1: That guy, that guy was in a suit
3: that came in, right? The guy was in the suit, yeah. 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 Looks at us, speaks English. He's like, hey, evening f- evening, guys. Totally chill. I was <laughs> like, hey, all right. Somebody who speaks English. Just, we're out of here. You know what I mean? I'm like, this yeah. is cool. He's, he's the guy that's going around the corner to tell them to let us go. Yeah. But he wasn't. <clears throat> he's the one that said, fuck these guys, lock them up. Yeah because he leaves the, the, and they jump in they and they take off and then they come around the corner and they're like, hey, we need you guys to put your hands behind your back and that's when they put us in handcuffs for the first time. So we, from the time we were stopped until we got put in handcuffs, it was probably around six hours, mm. four to six hours, something like that. God damn. Uh, but that's when the, the cell phones get taken. I mean, everything gets fucking taken yeah. at that point. And so, the, then they let the media in there.
2: <laughs> that's fucking classic.
3: <laughs> yeah, so we're like, chained up again not chained up we're like handcuffed against the wall like dickheads and then i start and i said to ken i go hey man how about that phone call bro he's just like oh man i'm like i'm like what the fuck is going on so um and he had been there before a couple other guys that were with us and you know one of them actually lives there and there was uh, another guy that like i said was had been doing contracts there before so um, and they were like, Hey man, we have no idea. We've never experienced anything like this before. So I, I think we might be fucked. And I'm like, no shit. You think we're fucked? <laughs> That's kind of weird. What gave you that impression? Yeah. <laughs>
2: Handcuffed and in prison. Yeah. I never yeah, gone.
3: Not a big deal. <laughs> uh, so, uh, it's funny now cause it's over, but at the time, man, I was oh, like, I man, this is, this is, this fucking sucks. Yeah. So when they bring the media up there, they, one of the law enforcement guys came up with all the license plates off the car yeah. and he like drops them by all the gear. And then he starts speaking in Creole, starts talking to the camera like, Oh, the reason why we stopped them is because they didn't have license plates on the vehicles and you know, all this shit. And they started asking us who owned the vehicles, you know, cause they ran their, the plates and the serial numbers and it ended up being this guy, Jean-Louis Fritz. Uh, they already he, knew. Yeah. I'm sure they already knew at that point. So I didn't even know who the fuck that dude was. I never met the guy. And so it just, really just became this blown out of proportion thing and the and the law enforcement guys somehow gave to the media that we had taken the license plates off the car that's why we stop they stopped this that they thwarted a bank robbery yeah you know, <laughs> that we were there to rob the bank and I laughed because that, you know, the Haitians money is called gold. Yeah. It's not even gold. It's so fucking worthless as gold. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, you know, I said, man, you would need a, like a 40 foot shipping container yeah. of their money to equal what I had in my wallet. <laughs> 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 I'm like, why the fuck if I was going to rob a bank, man, I, I would yeah. just do it in San Diego. I just yeah. hit Wells Fargo, you know? Um, so, so that was just like bank robbers. And it was, it was like, what the fuck? And so the media is up there and they're, you know, filming us and doing all this shit. And then at that point, the national police came, and they and they came in like the anti-riot vehicles with all the protected glass and all the bars and shit. Yeah. And they were fully kitted out, man. They had a nice kit.
2: And at this point, there's four of you? There's seven of seven us. Seven of you.
3: yeah. Because <laughs> the eighth guy took off, he e and would So I was going to tell you, that fucking team guy, no shit like the whole never leave a man behind, Yeah. he forgot about that apparently because yeah. he fucking left us. Not only did he go back to the hotel and grab his shit, him and another guy drove to uh, Dominican Republic and flew back to America. Oh shit! Left us, man. Just said Fuck instead you guys. of going to the embassy, yeah. they didn't and go to the embassy. Saying, hey, there's U.S. citizens in fucking prison yeah, that's right now. Some fucked yeah. up shit. Showing them a copy of the contract and saying, "Hey, man, you know, yeah. it, no, they, yeah. it was an operation. Save yourself. God damn,
0: that's some total shit. pieces of
3: shit. Anyway, so the national police show up, and as they came upstairs, they got the ball of clavas on the helmets. You know, full full plate carriers, but they're carrying, you know, Scar lights. They had M4s, Aimpoint Micro T-Dot. And I'm like, mm-hmm. these motherfuckers are obviously funded by America. Magpul. Yeah. Magpul slings. <laughs> All of our industry friends. All of our industry friends. So I'm much. like, I think I know the guy that sold them that. I'm like, you, you motherfuckers. see some
2: Chris Osmond designs fucking. Yeah, guy. I'm like, I think I made that <laughs> hey, fucking <laughs> holster, dude. What the?
3: Hey, bro. Is that 1,000 weight Cordura?
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 fucking Christ.
3: Yeah, so oh, so out of the handcuffs we go, and they put us in the, the zip, zip cuffs, and I don't know who's training those Haitian motherfuckers about how to handcuff people, but I think they literally are trying to cut your hands off yeah. with either the, the 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 handcuffs or with the zip ties. I mean, my hands are still numb. Like, I have actual, like, nerve damage in my hands. Damn, um, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Fuck. Because we were, we were in handcuffs <clears throat> that night for six hours, and they were just like... <laughs> And and I believe what happened was once they started running our names and our passports and you know Googling us or whatever the fuck they did to find out who we were, I think they went in a little bit of panic mode because of our backgrounds. Mm -hmm. So they were probably a little bit nervous thinking that we were going to somehow do a fucking first blood and break out of there. I'm like, (laughs) I don't even know where the fuck I'm at, to be honest with you. Um, So we get transferred and we get put in these vehicles. And as, and as as we leave the compound, there's people out there banging on the the fucking vehicles rocking them chant death to america kill whitey
0: get you the know, fuck out really. yeah
3: because the 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 way that it works you know they don't have a, a reliable media system yeah. you know not that ours is that much better but at least we have television
2: yeah
3: they don't have fucking cable and you know all of it's done by twitter so as soon as they start tweeting out that they got americans held and they were there to rob a bank they were you know we were there to assassinate the prime minister and do all and this weird shit and kill and kill and haitians yeah. like, kill haitians yeah he started, like, writing against that. God
2: damn! During the, like, when you first got there and, and up until this point, was there ever, like, the way it happens here where they're, like, stripping you down and checking your ass and, like, making sure that you don't have shit? Or did they kind of leave you guys alone?
3: They left us alone. There was no uh, fingers in my ass, which is disappointing. <laughs> kidding. Kidding.
2: At least like to have a yeah. finger sweep.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. yeah. So, like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so there's no fingers and asses, but they yeah. they did the whole search took everything off of us. But we were in, our, you know, we were in our clothes and yeah. um, but you know, the, I will say this that the the people of Haiti were super nice to us. Like there was never any trouble in the street. There was, you know,
2: until they knew you were there to rob a fucking bank.
3: Until they believed we were there to kill the prime minister and rob a bank, that's when the <laughs> attitude kind of changed a bit. Yeah.
1: No, they probably I think on the Twitter, the one of the first things that came out because I guess earlier in the week there was issues with hired guns with the protesters so I think that's what they thought you guys were were these hired guns to hurt protesters oh my gosh
3: yeah and I I think two Haitian protesters were shot yeah oh really earlier that week like earlier that week probably a couple days before we got there Mm -hmm. with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere
0: dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom
1: sorry sorry we're here we were getting
2: lucky in the limo and we lost track of time
0: no, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Before Sarah discovered ChumbaCasino.com, she enjoyed chamomile tea. Come on, big jackpot! And being in PJs by six. Let's go. The new fun, Sarah. Woo-hoo! Often thinks about the old boring Sarah yes. and wonders if that Sarah ever really existed. Chumba Casino has over a hundred casino-style games, so join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. No purchase necessary. We are by Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Nick, the host of the UFO Chronicles podcast, with firsthand witness accounts of the strange and unexplained. Covering UFOs, cryptids, conspiracies, and the paranormal. Real people, real encounters. So come with us on the journey into the unknown. UFO Chronicles podcast is available to listen to on all apps. I'll see you soon.
3: So I believe, looking back at all this, that what was being said about us was that they, Hey, we caught the guys that are killing oh, Haitian gotcha. protesters. Yeah. So yeah. It, it turned, like I say, man, real quick from yeah. a little smoke to a raging forest fire. <laughs> Cause the people are good people. Yeah. Like, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so your hand or zip tied like a motherfucker, they start chanting. And at this point they're moving you.
3: They moved us from this, the little police station that everybody saw us on, um, the media. And then they moved us to their national police headquarters, which ironically is literally right next to the fucking commercial runway in, in Port au Prince. <laughs> so all day and all night you could hear planes taking off. Yeah. And you just want to fucking kill yourself. You're like, why am I not on <laughs> one of those planes? This sucks. This fuck. fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, but was when we get there, I'm the first one you led down this hallway and you know they're just and it's man to to say that it needs an update <laughs> would upgrade. be it's an upgrade, great. an update, whatever the fuck is an understatement. There's, Chip and Joanne Gaines should go there. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a fucking Pirates of the Caribbean prison, or what?
3: Yeah, it's bad. It's fucking horrendous. It's horrible, man. I, I would, I would encourage anybody listening to this to just go on to YouTube. You can uh, search, you know, Haitian prison documentaries, and okay. and it's and they'll see, man. There's like, you know, in in a cell that's, you know, probably twenty by twenty. There's probably fifty people in that motherfucker. Fuck. No toilet, no running water. It's insane, man.
2: And, uh, and at sad, this point, you'd, you'd sad, not 6%. had any any water. Or, I mean, food. Who gives a fuck? But yeah, but you, you didn't have any. Like they gave you nothing, no, right? no. Yeah.
3: And so we we get there, and they unlock, and it's just master locks. And I'm like, man, fuck! I can breathe. I could just <laughs> fucking cut that so fast. I mean, I just you know your your mind starts with yeah. like, how do I get Survivor the fuck right. out of here? Who do I yeah. got to knock out? But you know, yeah. like I said, but you have no.
2: There was no infrastructure once you're out. To
3: no, where are you gonna go? You know, yeah. you know, you know. I'm like, hey, okay, the airport's that way, but you know, yeah. What am I gonna do? Running there with no passport? and be like, hey, hey, help me, help me! And like <laughs> yeah. the girl at Delta what's she gonna do? Yeah. Uh, anyway, so as a I'm the first guy they let out of the uh, the zip cuffs, and they open this the cell door. And no shoes, right? Yeah. yeah, they take your shoes. All I had was our, our pants and our and shirts socks. at this point. Belts gone, fucking everything. No socks. And I walk in there, and there's these two cells, and there's no power. And you just see fucking eyeballs. Boop, 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 Like pop like a fucking cartoon, right? Just black, and there's boop, boop, boop fucking eyeballs are popping up through these bars, and I'm like. Because <laughs> this is the middle Christ. of the night. <laughs> middle of the fucking night. And I'm the only oh, guy in there because I don't shit. know where all the other guys are going. Holy so I think fuck. I'm going in by myself, and I was like, man.
2: Hey, white fish. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be a
3: long motherfucking night. It's it's damn. yeah. And in there was like a common area that's probably I would say about five feet wide and 20 feet long and there was another cell door at the end which was locked and um, that's what the I found it the next day that's where the, the, the bathroom was at if you want to call it that but that's where that was at so then they let all of us into that little common area then they opened the cell doors and split us up you were all happy when you saw your friends come in yeah i super <laughs> stoked when I saw those other guys I was like fuck man you know it's it's tough to beat up and rape fucking seven dudes yeah. one guy you're, you're <laughs> fucked you, yeah. you can you know how long you're going to last you know yeah. And so when they open the door, there's no lights, right? So they just start talking to us, trying to get us in there. As soon as I walk in, I'm like stepping on people. The floor is like covered with fucking people. Fuck. Right. And so the guy gets a flashlight. The guard, you know, he comes in there with a flashlight and he, and he starts to speak, you know, Creole. He gets guys to move around. And I just laid down on the concrete and I felt under this, this other concrete bench, which was also covered with fucking people. And I, and I felt, which felt like a, a towel or something like that. I just rolled that shit up and went to fucking sleep. <laughs> And you yeah. said Kent was like, dude, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm sleeping, man. Shut the fuck up. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> He's like, you all right, bro? And I'm like, yeah, man, it's fucking bedtime. So n- none of the other prisoners fucked with you guys?
3: No. Uh, surprisingly enough, the the next day, and the, you know, the sun comes up, and, you know, that's like their alarm clock, obviously. They let him out to be in that little common area for like an hour, and that's when they get to, you know, take a dump and they if the water is working they will turn it on and then there's a yeah, in that in that third room is where like this little concrete shower pan was at with a couple nozzles and they were cut off at the you know there was not it was it's like stem. a shower. yeah so it was just kind of like running out and they and they had about 41 gallon jugs and they went stand in the in the thing and fill the water up because sometimes the water works sometimes it doesn't but that's what they used you know mm-hmm. once they would use the bathroom or whatever to like wash their ass and like take little bird baths and that yeah. kind of shit so and, and, and they drink it too, or is it no? They had they some of the guys had bottled water. They had like you know some Gatorade or some of their yeah. like local uh, so drinks.
2: But water you ain't you're not want to drink that. No, yeah. no.
3: And but so it's we, not supplied. Yeah, yep. so it's not supplied. Yet. Yeah. So we so we asked the guard like, hey man, can we get some water? And they're like, no, you don't get food or water in Haiti, man. This someone hour. you know has to <laughs> bring someone it to you. you know has to bring it to you. And so we say, well, the only people we know are in here with us. Yeah, and it's was like, well, good luck, man. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's horrible, man.
2: Can you describe, I mean, was the smell fucking retarded in there or what?
3: Smell is fucking horrendous. Uh, the jail, like, the, and I'll describe the bathroom. So the bathroom in there is is we get a tour from one of the the locals. They were super cool to us. you know. And I think it's probably because of the number of people that we had. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're probably twice their size. I mean, you know, obviously don't eat like we do and all that. But they were really nice to us. And they take us back there and there's like two... Sh- Pissers, shitters, whatever that you're only using to to urinate in, and they let
1: you use slippers to go in there
3: too. Yeah, because we're were about ready to walk in, but we're all barefoot. And then they had like extra slippers. Like, no, 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 you got to put these on. Yeah, and then but they don't wear the slippers into the cell. You know, they really try to take care of themselves. I mean, they knew they were in you know you know dire dire straits as well. But the fucked up thing is that those toilets probably haven't been cleaned in 25 years, and so you can imagine what that smells like and looks like. And the tops of the tanks are all off. And the guy's like, yeah, man. So you stand on the bowl and then brace yourself on the wall and you just do a little <laughs> squat to take a shit into this one. And then they would use that water to like force flush, you know, to get it to work. Fuck but man. they were like, hey, man, you, you guys, you know, this is of course all through an interpreter, but you can't use, you can't put the toilet paper in there because it'll clog us. It so we won't have an ability to take a shit. Yeah. So what they do is they wipe their ass and they drop the toilet paper next to the toilet. So then that piles up And hasn't probably... I mean, God only knows how long I've been there. So it's just full of flies and fucking... Fucking Christ. fucking horrendous, man.
2: Did you shit in there? No, so... Because I I know, like, when I went to boot camp, (laughs) dude, I didn't shit for the first week I was there. Like, you know, I mean, in that environment, like, that's a lot. So you didn't... Did any of you guys shit in there? uh,
3: A couple guys did. I shit when I was being talked to by the police. So I, like, went into, like... (laughs) I went into, like, seer school mode. Remember the little victories? Yeah, fucking A. And... Um, I'll tell you that, but anyway, so get this fucking tour and, and then one of the guys <clears throat> knew that we had no water. So like the, um, one of the local Haitians that was in there with us, had his girl go out and get, and, and I want to say they're probably like little emergency six ounce waters, probably something, you know, from the earthquake or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she brought them, we each got one of those. And then he gave us a, a little thing of crackers to split up. Yeah. So they were really nice to us, yeah. and later on, when they, the RSO from the embassy gave us a thing of MREs to split, we gave them most of the food. Yeah. And then they, when we gave them some of those MREs, man, they were literally like hugging out. Some couple of the guys cried, um, and we asked them, we're like, "Hey, man, what the fuck? Where are we?" And they're like, "Well, this is the jail that you hang out in before you get go see a judge and you get sentenced." Oh, okay.
2: So it's more like a holding cell than a fucking sentence, prison. not judged. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. sentence, right?
3: <laughs> And It's sad. So we asked, we're like, well, how long has that taken? And the guy responds, well, I've been here for two months. I haven't seen anybody. And Man. I mean, just the mental the mental mind fuck of all that yeah. is, is what was the worst part about it, right? It wasn't mm-hmm. the, you know, and, and of course, you know, you're sleeping on fucking concrete and, um, you know, that's- Dehydrated
2: a, as fuck. Dehydrated
3: right? as fuck, sleeping on concrete. You know, the headaches start and, you know, you really just try to- Think about like, okay, man, this is you know, for me anyway, I thought, dude, John McCain did this for seven fucking years. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm I'm on day two. I'm fine. I'm fine, right? Yeah. And so that's where the kind of like for me anyway, the 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 mental segue was real yeah. quick. I mean, it really brought put me put it in
2: perspective, right? Yeah,
3: yeah. It and it really brought me right back to fucking Sear School.
2: Yeah. That's you know, fucking
3: wild. Yeah, it was, it was, it, I, I said, Bill, well, I need to get my, I need to make myself like a sear refresher certificate because <laughs> I definitely got, you know, yeah. put two, I got SEER 2.0 for sure,
2: Yeah, that's man. the fucking SEER final training exercise if yeah. I've ever seen one. Yeah. Training's never over. Yeah. Training's never stops, <laughs> motherfuckers.
3: Yeah. Um, but it, I mean, like I say, man, we laugh and joke now, but at the yeah. time it, it was, no, it, was it was fucking miserable. So yeah. at any rate. The, um, so on the third day they want to, you know, they bring us, they fingerprint us, they take all of our pictures and they don't have computers. Amazingly, no, everything is handwritten. And so they're trying to get, you know, they're talking to you and they're like, Hey, what's your cell phone number? And you write down a fake number and shit. And, you know, you know, what's your address? Don't give them the right one. You know, typical, you know, cause there's no way for them to really check. And as I'm sitting there, they're, you know, they're trying to interrogate me and I asked them for a bottle of water. They hooked me up with a bottle of water. And about 20 minutes later, I was like, man, I was like, oh, Oof. I was like, guys, my stomach hurts. I got to use the restroom. And they're like, no, 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 we got to do the interview. And I'm like, I, I can't even talk unless I can use the bathroom. So that's how they, they so they, so they took me to their, uh, yeah.
2: their bathroom with an actually Check flushed. You out.
3: And I fucking was like, hey, can I get some toilet paper? And he brings me like a stack of napkins. Like, yeah. and I was like, whatever, dude. Yeah. Close the door. No lights. I'm in the fucking pitch black of this toilet. <laughs> and I just let it, you know, took the biggest shit ever. <laughs> And he's like, Are you okay? You know, they're hitting the door. And I'm like, Yeah, be out in just a second. And that's that's how I, you know, ended up taking a dump. After that, I don't know what I would have done, man. Yeah. Um, but, you know, obviously, if somebody's going to shit, you're going to shit in the, yeah. the way you got to do it. But.
2: Yeah. Fucking Christ. So, at, all right. So that was day two. At this point, you hadn't heard from him. Had you seen it on the. Had anybody contacted you from Patriot or at, like, where were you at?
1: No. So I. I had a weird feeling when he just went dark. And I was like, okay, you know, I know this happens sometimes. Because he went to Puerto Rico after the hurricanes, you know. But I was like, okay, maybe there's no cell service. I'm just going to try and go to bed. And I went to bed at close to midnight. And then all of a sudden, right after, like at 2.05 in the morning, I woke straight up. Like, sweating. I just woke straight It was the weirdest thing. And I was like, I checked. And I'm like, he still had not even seen my WhatsApp messages, right? I was like, Okay. I was like, this is kind of weird. I'm like, yeah, you know what?
2: If that motherfucker's at the club, I swear to Christ, <laughs> I'm
3: going like, to kill that bitch. No. <laughs> no, I saw but, you take out $300 in yeah. Haiti yeah. at fucking midnight. Yeah. What's going on?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's so. Fucking
2: platinum plus or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah.
1: I don't know what. Pure, pure platinum? Yeah. No. Um, so that's, I, a,
2: that's an episode by itself. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. Oh,
1: yeah. So I don't know what it was, but something I was like, you know, let me not, let me just. So I started Googling. And I put Haiti, and I don't know, I really don't know why I did it. But all of a sudden, I put Haiti, and I put his name, yeah. thinking nothing would pop up. And sure enough, there was a <laughs> fucking article that came out and posted at 2.02 a.m. in the morning. Oh, so shoot. I'm reading it three or four minutes later. Wow. I'm like, f- a- I was like, this can't be right, right? So I'm reading it and reading it, and it was showing the Twitter posts yeah. of like them Fuck. in the jail
2: so you're about having a heart attack, I imagine, right?
1: I'm having a heart attack. I felt weird like the minute he left. And my brother, I'd been talking to my brother that weekend. And he was like, you know, when I talked to my brother the next morning told him what was going on, he was like, well, you've felt weird this whole time. Because in all honesty, when you were talking about red flags earlier, like when Chris went to uh, Puerto Rico, he was given 7 pages that he had to keep on him at all times and supposedly he was going to get paperwork when he landed there in Haiti but I don't know he was obviously never given paperwork And the Puerto
3: Rico thing too I was there for almost a month and that was I mean shit two days notice before I took off to go on that one yeah yeah Yeah, so
1: and they had like so you know so I was kind of like it happened so fast and everything I had you know I was just a little worried and plus Haiti was in a political crisis and you know you worry more about that but so I saw the article and then i Got mad at him because I'm like I didn't have like Lance Burton's phone number and Lance is with um, a, Hawkstorm Global. Hawkstorm is Global is the company that hired me. Who okay. was yeah. the sub under a sub under a sub or whatever yeah. that called Chris and I didn't have Lance's phone number or anything. I didn't have his contact at all. Yeah. So I'm like after a while I'm like freaking out and I'm googling and of course I go to Google crazy and I jump out of bed and I finally I'm like wait a minute I remembered you know Lance I printed out his Early when he left, I printed out his um, flight itinerary and Lance had sent it to him. So I jumped on his computer and emailed Lance. I don't even know what time it was. Early in the morning, I was like, Lance, this is Roz Osman. Give me a call as soon as you can. I just read an article. My husband's in jail in Haiti. What the fuck is going on? Right. Yeah. So he, you know, he ended up calling me, but like I knew. Too early. I right. wish I wouldn't have known, yeah. but I knew a little too early. So I'm like, I had stopped sleeping at that point yeah. and was freaking out.
2: Yeah. And so at that point, where like, was there any involvement from either the U.S. embassy or any government officials at all? Like, how did like, I guess continue? What, sure. You know, what so like the that?
3: U.S. embassy when you when an American gets locked up in any foreign country, the embassy is notified. They show up and the their, consulate their the shows consulate up. shows up. Mm. But they can't provide legal assistance. They can't yeah. give you water. They can't give you food. The they just literally tell you, you're are you, Are you being treated okay? <laughs> but they're telling you that in front of the fucking guards. So yeah. you're, so it's, yeah, 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 absolutely. Never been treated better, man. Yeah. I mean, it's just like being at the Hotel Dell, but better. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, because what do you get? You know, I mean, you don't know what yeah. the fuck's going to go on. You can't just be like, Oh, these guys are pieces of shit and yeah. they won't, you know, and then they leave and you're getting the rubber hose treatment in the back, yeah. you know. So everybody was like, Yeah, it's fine. No big deal. Whatever. So they don't give you shit, right? They'll, they take your name down and they say, Hey, do you want us to talk to the press? The press contacts us, you know, like, Hey, no, it's a media blackout. But, you know, so I gave the guy, uh, my wife's number He's like, Hey, just let her know I'm doing fine and I'm cool. And no medical conditions, you know, to report, you know, no big deal. So that's all that they do for you,
2: Mm -hmm.
3: you know? And, but if something like was really, really fucked up for you, they may be able to help and step in. But typically they will not. And so I asked. I said, "Well, what about us getting food and then water?" He's like, "Yeah, you know, it's a, it's not a fair system what they have down here. So we, we you know, you guys are gonna have to figure that out." They literally just, <laughs> you're like, "Hey, man, Team America, yeah. fuck you, gonna, not fuck yeah, but fuck you. Yeah, you
2: have to figure that out."
1: Well, they are. Uh, I mean, <laughs> but, not to defend the consulate, but they're also having to
3: play by. They the, have to that play that by, by the rules, rules, right? I mean, yeah. it's yeah. the same thing. I mean, if if yeah. you know if yeah,
2: they, I mean, same with other. Yeah. Season it's just, today, yeah. Right?
3: yeah it's just the way that it works and i and i think people have this stupid ass idea that because they're americans and that, yeah. that, that actually matters somewhere else besides america oh, yeah, that or the, that the you constitution have rights,
2: magically applies worldwide and, and it, it doesn't. doesn't
3: they don't give two fucks and that yeah. and they shouldn't i yeah. mean you know what i mean And it's you're in their country and yeah. you gotta play by their rules so yeah. we expect the same of other people here mm-hmm. you know so it, you know it's it's yeah. it's reciprocity no you know, yeah. at the highest level. Yeah. So he's like, "Okay, guys, we'll try to have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow." <laughs> so he leaves, but the, um but the um, the RSOs from the embassy, <clears throat> you know, were very very cool to us and just let us know, you know, kind of sneaking us little whispers like, "Hey, man, you guys got fucked, and there's some very, there's some, you guys are being played here politically. That's the only. We don't even know why you got locked up." You haven't done anything wrong. You haven't even been charged anything. So just sit tight and chill. And
1: like, that's what the consulate said, too. Yeah, I'm sure when they called all the wives or whatever, you know, that's what yeah. Scott said to me. He was like, look, you know, your husband's been arrested, but he has not been formally charged. And he kept saying that. And I'm like, okay, so when's it getting out? Yeah. Like, you know, that was my only question. But when I emailed Lance, I'm a, apparently I'm the first person that told Lance that they were in jail, which upset me a little bit because there should be some form of...
3: I don't know what the word is. I've never communication. Been to yeah. There should be Well, the be, person who was supposed to be communicating back with the the primes, you know, these contractors that hired us, these companies, was on escape and evasion to save his own fucking ass. Yeah, so it's you know, it's it's literally you know, to me it's diabolical to fuck people like that. Yeah. And not only that, but what And a know, wife shouldn't be the one yeah. letting people
1: know that, yeah. hey, your boys are yeah. in jail. Not that it's Lan- not that that's Lance's fault, but I'm yeah.
3: just saying like yeah. It was like what the hell. Yeah. Well it is that it's it's not that we got locked up, right? I mean, and again, I'm alive and I'm here, so that's fine, but it's the actions of some of these fucking people, man, mm-hmm. were crazy. You know, the messages that Lance would be talking to her about, oh, don't worry, I'm putting together a team. If we got to go bust him out, I'm like, what are you going to do? Land there in a fucking CH-47 and fast rope into the compound and say, like, yeah. these people are so fucking dumb. Yeah.
1: I would rather you have know. my
3: husband come out legally.
1: Yeah. yeah. You yeah.
3: know, and all these, you know, there's a lot of people that were just giving these, these women, you know, false hope pretending that they could, they have capabilities that they surely don't. Well, they didn't want us to, I mean, like, I,
1: they really didn't want us talking. They were like, if you got to tell family, you know, but you really shouldn't talk about it, yeah, might, yeah. it might hinder their situation, you know, and all these things. So for almost two days, I really wasn't talking to anyone. So I'm talking to, like, Lance. And then finally, like, by Monday night, I, like, lost it. And I was like... John Cho and well, not I don't know if I should say their names, but Johnny. But you did, yeah. So Johnny sotello starts calling my phone, and I, if you know Johnny, oh, yeah. I'm like, if I don't answer this damn phone, his no, ass he, will be on a plane to Haiti like no, Rambo. No, I mean, so
2: he's as solid as they fucking come. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, so I, amped, I was like, hey Johnny, I was like, yes, it's true because apparently went on you know
3: whatever Facebook, yeah. uh, And we had no idea that any of that shit hit yeah. the media like that. Yeah. I had no so. Clue.
1: Yeah, it was it was like a hard first couple of days. By Tuesday night I was getting really pissed off because I was being told for two days that they were getting out. Yeah. You know, all day Monday, oh no, they're gonna be getting released, they're gonna be getting released. And then Tuesday, the same thing was being said. So, you know, by Monday night, by Tuesday night, you know, I'm on the West Coast. So I'm like, Okay, well it's fucking ten o'clock my time. Yeah. Obviously yeah. they're not getting released, and I hate that false hope. Yeah, That's yeah. the worst feeling, yeah. right? So
3: I guess what was happening behind the scene was that the president had ordered his like director, like again, the national security fuck whatever his name is, but he wrote like a full blown two page letter, all of our names on it, demanding our release from the the national the head the head of the national police. But he refused to let us go because they answered to the prime minister. So there was that that rift.
2: Yeah,
3: and that's when the prime minister, you know, used us so he could get on CNN, right? Because no one was interviewing the prime minister from any national yeah. media before that because I mean who gives a flying fuck about Haiti really so he gets on there and he's on CNN and he and he calls us terrorists he's like yeah these international terrorists were flown in by the president <laughs> to assassinate me and to rob the bank and yeah. that's when I, it you know hit the media and I and I and I thank god he kind of did because if he hadn't have been such a dumbass
2: <laughs> they probably would have been like yeah whatever fuck those guys
3: right they could, he was like hey man let's just charge them we don't need any media but he wanted to use it to get on television yeah. and by calling us terrorists and all the shit that he called this, then the U.S. State Department is like, you know, has to react. Yeah, and and step so I
2: mean, in, if so. if he hadn't done that, there's a, a solid chance you'd be He'd there be getting
1: dead.
3: fucking. I think I'd be dead right now. Oh, yeah. God damn. Yeah. And
1: that's the funny part because you know, like this, that was, was
3: the t- funny part, me being killed. <laughs> you guys heard it here. Mike drop. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> no one's killing you but me. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, she's claimed that. Any, any motherfucker's gonna kill me, it's gonna be her. Yeah,
2: the fun, here's the funny part about that. Go no, ahead.
1: No, no, but you know, like I. I'd never been in this situation before with you know dealing with something like this as a wife or anything.
2: So I wasn't sure. It's not a real common scenario. No,
1: but I wasn't (laughs) sure what to do. And I went from I literally for two days where I thought I was smart. Like I lost all intelligence and you know kind of did. I don't want to say did all the wrong things, but I was listening to someone telling me not to really talk to anyone or not. You know we don't want this in the media. And. this will never happen again. But if it ever did, I'm like the first thing I'm going to do is go to the media. Yeah, right. You, what I learned is like, of course, you want it on the media. You want people to know so that someone yeah. can help them. Yeah. yeah, and that is so. Thank goodness the prime minister mm. came out and said that they were going to do
3: that yeah.
2: because. So the state department jumps in, and at that point,
3: so on the the fourth day, um, you know embassy guy comes. Oh, actually, no, he didn't actually come. He he was uh, he saw us on the third day. And his name is Scott, and Scott was like, "Hey man, I hope I don't see you guys again." Kind of gives us the head, the wink, and we're like, "What the fuck's that mean?" And we, you know, hung out all day, all night. So the fourth day, the guys from the embassy came, the RSOS, and whispers through the bar. He's like, "I just need to talk to one guy right now." So one of the guys goes up, and, he, and we kind of had a little powwow in the corner, and it was, "Don't say a word." They're going to open the gate, and we're we're being moved, but just don't say a fucking word, just do what they tell you so the same guy so next thing you know man we like turn around and they're like yo you know get your ass over here but what's interesting though back up that morning on the fourth day the, the jail cell is like flooded with another maybe 15 or 20 Haitians one of the guys is an American who got busted um, in a small plane smuggling drugs, so he's definitely fucked. <laughs> he's he's there right now. He'll I think there's an
1: article that went out on him after that. Yeah, yeah, that
3: guy right who we met, whatever his name was, I can't remember, but um, he is smuggling yeah. he's smuggling drugs and he's he's not in a position that we are in. Yeah. And matter of fact, when we were being moved. We told him as he was like, "Hey man, there's another guy," and they're like, "Yeah, the drug smuggler fucked that dude. He's he's fucked that guy." Yeah, it's, you know what I mean, like straight up white boy American. No, he's a black guy. Yeah. From uh, where was he? I think he was from Florida. New York. Yeah.
2: Oh, I thought he was oh no, from no, Miami. Or no, no, that's right,
3: Miami. He yeah. was like a video. He tried to give us some song and dance about him being some like videographer, and he was going to pick his buddy up on an island, and the yeah. plane broke down, and they got but stopped. He did at a something checkpoint. illegal,
1: so now he's going to have
3: to deal with what's going to happen. Yeah. Which is he's is, he's probably going to be six seven years in prison down there. Which is he's you feel bad for him. Yeah, and his head was all fucked up, and we're like, "What happened to your head, dude?" And he goes, "Oh man, I had dreadlocks, but they don't let you have dreadlocks here, so they um, use a straight razor and just fucking cut it off." And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, they just had a dude wet it and went and I was like, whoo. So uh, if you go to Haiti after this, you shouldn't. <laughs> Lesson learned. But if you ever do, folks, don't have dreadlocks. God damn. You don't know, get cut off with a straight razor. Yeah. Anyway, so they uh, opened the cell door, and the same guys that had brought us before were in their full kit again, and it was right into You're the like, zip oh, ties. Shit, not again. And again. and the guy just like holds the zip ties and you kind of turn, and I was like, fuck, not again, dude. You know, and and again, it was hey man, I think I can cut these guys' hands off with this plastic. <laughs> yeah. and if, I mean, yeah, yeah. And so they gave us our shoes to put on, but would uh, and we and we kind of get split up in a bunch of vehicles, and we and we get taken to another police station. But this one was really small, but it was near it was kind of near the embassy because we we drove right past the embassy, and I was I was like, oh man, there's America. Fuck, <laughs> please let me out. Yeah. And so we, we go to this other compound, the national police leave, and then we get put into small cells in this, in this guy, it really was like a house, right? And then we we're like, they had cells in the backyard that's sort of like, you know, five by eight or what the fuck they were. So we get split up and we're in these concrete cells again in the backyard hanging out. And then the guy from the embassy comes back again. He's like, Hey, he starts snapping his fingers. I hear him through the bars. He's like, hey, Hey, he's like, let's go put your shit on. So he slip into our shoes that have no laces. And he's just like, don't say a fucking word. Follow me and jump in the first car you see. Okay. And jump in these vehicles. You know, there's uh, blacked out, you know, Suburbans. And boom, the doors close and the guys. And man, there they are, man. The boys, you know, tatted up, beards, fucking M4s. No shit. And I'm like... Praise fuck Jesus. Praise <laughs> America. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what they say to you when you got it and dudes were just like, Welcome home boys, don't open the fucking door. They're like, Welcome to America. because <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a it's a diplomatic vehicle, so yeah. you know, they oh, it's fucking it's the, the, the doors can't vehicle. be open, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's an international incident you fuck with any of them. So we race out of the compound and phone rings and he, you know, they pass the word that they have us. They're told, don't stop for anybody. If anything goes wrong, just bring them back to the embassy and, you know, get them the fuck out of here.
1: The embassy, which I was told, was not the safest place in Haiti when people were coming up with options on how, you know, Mm. how they're going to get them out. And like, hey, once they get, if they get, when they get released, we're going to take them either back to the hotel where they were staying or this house that's away from everything. Or I was like, well, how about the fucking embassy? Yeah oh, that embassy's not really yeah, good there. S- you know, that's not the safe... Yeah, he, I was being told that's not the safest place. I'm like, yeah. if my husband gets out, I'm take my fucking to husband the fucking to the embassy. embassy. You know? <laughs> I'll go there by myself. Like, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah you're fucking stupid. If
1: you Apparently know. the embassy there is really nice and yeah. it's a huge compound. Yeah, it's
2: beautiful. Do you know who the dudes, the fucking pipe hitters that picked you up? Do you have any idea who they were? No. Yeah, to this day, no no, no fucking clue. Just secret squirrels running around.
3: Yeah. yeah, and so we get to the airport, right? And there's media out there already, and we're like, what in the fuck? They're like, yeah, man, the the words out on Twitter that you guys are leaving, and the prime minister's trying to stop it. So we got to get the fuck, we got to get you guys in this plane and get you the fuck out of here. Fucking Twitter, fucking Twitter, man. (laughs) Damn, Jesus. I know, and I'm not even on Twitter. Yeah,
2: Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing, like where we're at as a as a race of people. Like that, Twitter is like, you know, that's just social media across the board. Like it's fucking nuts. But yeah. Anyway, go ahead.
3: So he. Uh so we get out of the car like one by one we walk in and there's phone calls been made and you know there were people there that looked like regular ar- airport people that I knew were obviously you know helping to protect us and, and giving us you know lines of you know defense so we can go get our, our ticket but we were already on the manifest and walked up and you know got our passport handed back to us by the guys from the embassy and got our ticket and <laughs> what's crazy is we we all start to go Um, through, you know, the security checkpoint to get up to the plane and as a random motherfucker comes running out of nowhere and like a Haitian with this ripped up, like plastic grocery bag, wallet, wallet, wallet. I got your wallets. (laughs) We're we're like, what the fuck? (laughs) So I'm like, all right. So we just start rat fucking this bag and and no shit. The wallet I have right now is the one that I, that I had. And, and all, all his money was still in there no and everything. Way. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I, c- I could not believe that my money was the in there. country That's may
1: be nuts. in a dire straits or whatever the term I'm looking for, but the people fucked. You're looking the for people. the word fucked, yeah. But the people, people
3: are fucked. good people. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. I, I'm assuming you lost all your shit at the hotel, right? Everything was yeah. gone. Yeah, we yeah. we didn't. Yeah, <laughs> I
3: came back with the clothes I've been wearing for five days and my wallet. Yeah, yeah, and my passport. So, um. Anyway, so we get on them.
2: And did you lose your phone?
3: Yep. No shit. Yeah, they took all that shit. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Damn, some shit on there. I'm so well, when
3: they got <laughs> Yeah, but I digitally wiped it from my, you know. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah.
2: When
1: they got them out, they were like, you know, they were just getting their passports and
2: yeah. Yeah. everything. Fucking wild shit. So, all right, so you get your, your wallet back. Now you're in process. Like, you're just at the civilian airport walking at the, through at fucking. At
3: Port-au-Prince Airport, and, you know, people are kind of pushed to the side, so we, so we go through, and, and uh, they made us walk through metal detectors. I'm like,
2: <laughs> awesome. Is it a, a shithole airport?
3: It wasn't the, uh, it might it's probably, I mean, it's like being in Fayetteville Airport. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out to Fayetteville. Shout out to Fayetteville. <laughs> no, it was, it was, Um. I mean, they were, they were professionals. I mean, they were obviously yeah. working a, at a. Um, uh,
2: yeah. I mean, I guess I just, with the rest of the country being as dire of a, of a scenario. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, like, a, a shit. Like power out and fucking no yeah. AC and yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, we get, so we go up and then we go up to another, you know, we go through security, get our passport stamped. Yeah, you know, which is funny. They had, like, the actual store there. It was, like, the the tax-free.
2: Fucking <laughs> <laughs> did, like, grab a ma- bottle of duty, rum yeah, on the way yeah, out. Yeah, duty-free.
3: <laughs> You're like, oh, man, let me get a pack of fucking Marlboros. You but
1: know? then you were asking to pay taxes at that point. Yeah. I was like, I'll, I'll pay whatever, I'll pay pay whatever, going, whatever tax you want. Yeah.
3: And Fuck. so then we go upstairs, and, you know, there's there's airport people filming us. So they you know, they film us going through the second line of security, and, and uh, we board the flight. Yeah. They closed the door, you know, and, the, and there was people on the f- the flight that escorted <laughs> us back from the embassy and, you know, so we get, man, i tell you what, dude, when that fucking plane took off, I almost burst into tears, man. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. And-, and I rubbed that passport like it was my dick and I was 13 <laughs> years old. I was like, Ugh. I tried to start a fucking fire with that thing. I was rubbing that fucking thing so hard. I was like, oh, thank God, man. I just kept staring where it says, like, U.S. passport. And I kept looking at my picture and, the, yeah. and fucking two stamps in it, right? Yeah. <laughs> God I was dear. like, oh
2: my God. <laughs> Holy fuck. So you're packed on a plane with a bunch of other Haitians. Haitians, yeah. Like, yeah just commercial stank, flight. Stinking up the fucking place. You guys had to smell like fuck.
3: Oh man, I can't imagine. Yeah. Yeah. They're
1: I like, feel these bad stinky for whoever beside you. Americans,
3: <laughs> yeah. these stinky ass Americans. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: So where, where did the plane land? We flew to
3: Miami from there. Miami. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: what happened at that point?
3: <laughs> so, so the plane lands and no one says shit to us the whole time we're flying, and you know, whatever. And the plane lands and taxi's up. And the captain comes on. He's like, uh, this is your captain speaking, you know, welcome to Miami. We, we have a few special passengers on board <laughs> that are going to be escorted yeah. off. If everybody could just remain in their seats until they're told to get up, you, you know, uh, just everybody stay in their hey. seats. Don't move. We have, uh, you know, agents coming on board to escort our special friends off
2: <laughs> special room.
3: And so. so they, you know, they came off and they're like, first guy, second guy, you know, so everybody gets off. And as we get off, th- you know, through the, um, uh, the jet bridge there's this line of agents there and each guy had to get handcuffed and I came off the plane and the guy looks at me and he's like, don't worry, man. This is just procedure, dude. Welcome back.
2: Yeah. Welcome. You're like, yeah, I've heard that shit before.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, We have we have to cuff you guys' as procedure. I'm like, they're American handcuffs. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Click them up, dude. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah. It was
1: one click though. Yeah, so yeah, literally like they are
3: like putting one click, two click, they're like, hey, is that okay? And I'm like, oh man, you have no idea how great that feels. Yeah. That's American steel. Where the fuck are those made, dude? You know what I mean? So we're all like giggling and fucking laughing because we're we're home, you know what I mean? Yeah. We're like excited as fuck. Yeah. Uh what you know, I back up real a second. What I Thought was the most fucked up thing was the absolute um, inability to save myself. So, you know, you get in these vehicles, you're being escorted. And normally, you know, guys like us are the ones doing the rescuing. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, I'm being rescued. Yeah. No gun. No fucking, you know what I mean. You have no radio, no gun, yeah. no no meat. You're depending on somebody else. Yeah. And so, whoever you guys were, thank you very much. You're like uber professional and yeah. bad motherfuckers. I mean, literally saved our asses. I mean, I there's know. no doubt about that. But anyway, <laughs> so we go back and we're in Miami, and we come off the plane. and You know, you are a plane, and and you have you have to walk through the crowd of people that mm. are waiting to jump on the <laughs> flight.
2: And now it's all fucking prim, proper dressed Americans, and you guys roll through there looking like fucking.
3: Bag of smashed like assholes. Mot- like Motley <laughs> Crue
2: roadies after a fucking Ozfest or whatever. Yeah.
3: And there's literally, you know, 12 police officers. There's the seven of us. And we're all or six of us because the, the local Haitian, he was still in jail. He got let go later. But so we get escorted. But we're all like laughing and giggling and joking. And people were like, oh, my God. One guy, I remember, walked by. He's like, babe. Look at those guys. I've never seen anybody so fucked, so happy. Like, look (laughs) at those guys. They're like in handcuffs laughing. Are they fucking crazy? And so we went upstairs to the, you know, Homeland Security's, uh, you know, holding area. And they have these huge ass cells. They were beautiful, gorgeous cells. American made fucking cells. They opened the door and it's one guy per cell. And it's like a 20 by 20 (laughs) air conditioned. And I was like, oh man, look at the fuck. This place is amazing. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Go to sleep. <laughs> and there was a fucking mattress on the ground, like a little, you know, it was like six inches thick foam. It had like a built-in headrest. And just out of, out of, uh, I, I didn't even think about it, but I, uh, my mind, my mindset had already flipped because before I walked in, I took my shoes off. Yeah. Just like you know, we were there. Yeah. You take the slippers off for going into the cell. Yeah. I didn't even like consciously think about it. I literally reached down, took, slipped out of my shoes, rolled my pant legs up, and I and I held them, and I walked right in. And, um, and like
2: what the fuck are you doing?
3: Yeah, and the guys like. <laughs> so the guy looked down. He goes, "Holy shit, man! Look at your feet. Because our feet were fucked, man, yeah. bit up by the gnats and the and the uh, the bugs, really, really bad. My feet are still scarred from it. Um, it, my like I said, my hands are numb. My feet are fucked. And and so as we were... As I walk in there, he goes, Hey, man, really sorry. We don't have much, you know, for you. And I literally looked at that dude and I go, I could sleep in here for a month, man. Don't even, you don't even have to come yeah. back. Just, yeah. I'm fine. And I laid down and I was, I think I was unconscious before he even closed the door. Yeah. Well, later on, you know, I don't even know how long I was knocked out for, but he came back and got me and um, went and debriefed with the Homeland Security, then came back to the cell and, you know, they gave us a, um, like a microwave, you know, diddy more like beef stew. Yeah. And they, and they were so nice, man. They were just like, we're really sorry, man. This is all we can give you. And I was like, I don't think <laughs> you understand, man. I would eat that out of your asshole. Right now.
2: Like, In think, fact, yeah. can I?
1: <laughs> <And now. laughs> and let now me show arrested. you how
3: appreciative
1: I am of American. How about,
2: I, how about I toss your salad with that real quick? Yeah.
1: They're like, we were going to let you go, but now
3: that you just said that. yeah." yeah. <laughs> and so, and then we uh, debrief with a uh, couple folks from the, the FBI. And you know, at the end of all this, you know, and that took about a couple hours, but at the end of all, but you know it was literally like hey man so now what they're like now you guys get the fuck out of the airport so th-
2: there wasn't like a an interview or a debrief or anything like where they asked you a bunch of shit about what went on or why you were there or any of that
3: no, he did. I mean, I literally told him the same story that yeah. I'm telling you now. Uh, the the big thing was the guns and I was like, "Look, man, I flew in on a commercial flight. I yeah. went through customs. Here's my passport and I didn't bring any guns personally. The guns were already there when I got there." So
2: Do you know whose guns they were?
3: No. no. I, I was already I was always told by the the guys that hired us were there on the detail with us that they were the property of the Haitian government. They were supplied to us. Oh, got gotcha. you.
2: So Fuck. So all right. So at that point, um what what happened after that? They're like, all right, fucking you're free to go. Like you, you have your wallet, so are you like having yeah. to buy a ticket and trying to call her and like yeah, just so on your own? That was it, he right? Called, no cell
3: phone. I borrowed
1: a guy's phone on the plane. Before, before he when he when you when you landed or when you in Portugal. When, when I landed in, in, in Miami. Miami. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he called and was like that was the first time I heard his voice. But yeah. I knew that they were gonna be because the consulate called and yeah. said, Hey, just letting you know that Chris is on a plane headed oh, okay. to Miami. I was so, like, what I was like, you know, because yeah. he was avoiding my phone calls for like two couple days, avoiding
3: like we were dating. Yeah. Hear the shit,
1: like yeah, hey, you, stat, relationship status is
3: complicated. I wasn't avoiding your fucking phone call. didn't I have like, a fucking about phone? You. Yeah. I was talking about yeah. My yeah. Boy, I just Scott. pull this fucking thing out of my ass. So I'll be like, oh, yeah. that's a great signal. Yeah. Fa- I Facebook talking, status to separate. i was it talking about. It. It. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: Facebook status. I'm, I'm
1: breaking you online. No, the consulate, you know, because obviously they're trying to, you know not to be angry because i ended up that that wednesday morning when this started all going down you know i didn't really have any news still and i was I, by tuesday night i was angry yeah. but i had been calling the consulate you know leaving left messages and then i called the u.s embassy here in dc on wednesday i'm like well i gotta talk to someone right yeah. like because yeah. um, i hadn't talked to scott since monday and and they were like oh the u.s embassy is closed today
3: because of snow <laughs> <laughs> This is yeah. <laughs> and when I landed said, so like this whole time we had no idea that all this this shit was going down. Um the first time we ever really heard anything was when all those like the new crop of uh prisoners came mm. that morning right and they were, oh, yeah, and, that, and the American was like, <laughs> "Yeah, you guys are all over the radio." And we're like, "What?" And he was like, "Yeah, as he transported us over here. You know they. You know your shit's all over the radio, and we're like, what, "What's it saying?" They're like, "Oh, that you were here. Like you guys are assassins and here to kill the prime minister." So it was really, for the first time. That's when we really kind of heard all that rhetoric. So yeah. and
1: then you guys realized maybe they brought all these all those like, in to here try to for-
3: to uh, fuck us up. Well, Yeah.
2: So I mean, that entire time that you were in in the Haitian prison was what four days, five days, four days, four, four days. Yeah. days? That entire time, were were there any other Haitian prisoners that ever tried to fuck with you guys at all? No, nothing. No, that's fucking surprising. They were
3: they were super nice to us. Yeah, that's fucking
2: wild. Like I would have thought that like there at least would have been a couple of fucking tough guys that wanted to take a shot at the title or whatever, like something. You know. But
1: Mm. when they brought in the new guys, you said you guys all took your. You guys took Yeah, when they brought off? in
3: when they brought in like the 20 guys, I, I was like, yo, they got a, like 20, 30 guys come in. Everybody, you know, take your fucking shirts off and like bow up a little bit. <laughs> oh no shit. Yeah, so when we were in that like common area.
2: That is some fucking primal caveman shit. Yeah, you like
3: it. shirts off, the fucking tats on. You're like and like like, eyeballing st- everybody. Stand, stand proud, and yeah. like yeah. don't like we're not smiling at anybody, and they yeah. they all kind of like moved out of the way and said they didn't fuck with us. Yeah.
2: That is fucking hilarious, man. I love it. Um yeah. all right, so, they, they fucking cut you loose. What what did you do at that point? Like, did you take your wallet and Get go? Get beers.
3: <laughs> yeah, so no shit. They were like, so, or like, so now what do we do? And the guy's like, well, go through these double doors, take a right, and then you'll pass um, the baggage claim and just walk out, man. You're free. And So we literally, that was it. So we were literally yeah. in that same fucked up clothes, no shoelaces. We
2: yeah. so you had your wallet.
3: I Had a wallet. Walked out onto the uh, the streets of my the Miami airport and we saw a Marriott bus go by, I flagged him down. I asked him if he had any rooms. He said no. The next one, I do not even know what hotel it was. He said yes. So we jumped on and, you know, used our cards and um got a couple of rooms and ordered pizza and beer and <laughs> like took showers, right? Did that yeah. whole thing and one guy was like, hey man, who needs fucking shoelaces? And we gave yeah. him money and then him and a guy, you know, went down to like seven eleven and bought us all shoelaces and
2: did, did you guys go buy new fucking digs to change into and shit or?
3: No. You guys no. Change no, back why? in the nasty. This crazy shit? Crazy we didn't have, any, didn't have any other clothes. Shitty clothes. fucking and pizza
2: it was, and beer check. <laughs> <laughs> fucking new clothes. Ah, yeah, fuck, fuck it. it.
3: <laughs> yeah, so he's like. They in probably the, went to a strip <laughs> club. So, yeah, no, 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 no. So, like, <laughs> uh, when I'm in crazy. the shower, right? I jump yeah. in the shower and wear my clothes and I just use oh, I the bar you. and fucking soak <laughs> my clothes up. Yeah. And I would ring it out and, like, the dirt shit. I was like, whoa. <laughs> so I was like, wow, that's pretty fucking disgusting. And uh, yeah, so we just crashed out and got up and everybody had bought tickets. And that's when we, you know, dispersed and yeah. went back home. Chris got
1: his first class Delta ticket to come back I home. did.
2: Yeah. yeah. So you get first class. And at that point, you she knew when you were coming in, and yeah. you picked them yeah. up and all. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that is fucking nuts, man. Um, the two questions that I have that I, I kind of generated, I guess, listening to it. To this day, do you know at what level it reached uh, in terms of the U.S. government that that got you guys out. I mean, do you know so how high when up we
3: it so when we hit altitude and seatbelt lights were turned off, one of the dudes, the leader, I will call him the leader, uh, the the team leader f- that that rescued us. Right? I mean, this whole thing of like, oh yeah, we kind of work, you know? No, we we're you know, no shit, they fucking rescued us, dude. Right, but so, anyway, so but the- he told us he goes, hey man, we think we had to get you out of here because you guys the. They're like all of our intel people that we had were telling us that you guys are going to be murdered, and we're like, "What?" And they're like, "Yeah, they're going to transfer you to the prison, the actual, uh, the big, the bigger prison, and you know they're going like, to have like beat us to death, whatever the fuck, kill us in prison, or." have us killed. have us killed on the way and like oh they tried to escape we had to kill them and you know their yeah. special forces and blah 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 blah. all
2: right so um the guys that came to rescue and the suburbans and whatever the fucking the fellow pipe hitter kind of guys yep. those dudes jumped on the plane with you and escorted a cu- you. All a them? couple
3: of them did yeah. yeah and as we were it was we were standing there at the airport we were thanking them all we're like hey man thank you guys so much for doing this and one of the guy goes dude it's the best thing i've done in like six months it's fucking boring down here <laughs> He goes, like, he's like, sure. he's like, I could be back in embassy doing paperwork. He goes, this, he's, man, thank God. Because
2: you guys to shoot this shit with him, and I'll be like, hey, what's your background? And like, never asked him. Yeah, no, you were just glad to be on the fucking plane. Yeah. yeah, God damn, it's wild. Um, the other thing is, do you, like when you got back to San Diego, like, did you go get checked out, like medically? Like, was there any? Yeah, I mean other than the, the feet and the hands, like did you go get tested for shit or anything like that or
3: No, I was kinda waiting for something to like pop up if like some random boil on my back fucking like, yeah. like flared up or something. But I have He took some meds. Yeah, I took meds and you know, the yeah. uh, I was on Benadryl for like a week and the all the swelling and the all the shit on my feet went away, but I mean they're yeah. still scarred from all the the bites and stuff. But he yeah. probably has something, we'll yeah. find out in three yeah. months.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, wish You're you, I wish you'd have gotten chucked out before you came here. I'll tell you, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah,
3: I'm
2: gonna go jump in the shower. The, uh, yeah. Yeah.
3: I probably have the Haitian hiv right now and just yeah. don't know it. So yeah, I apologize because well, you now have it too. You're yeah. welcome.
2: It, it won't uh, it won't last long here. But no. Oh. The uh, all right. So from from when you got back, like, was there any closure in terms of the company that that hired you? That like like what happened since then in terms of compensation or, or right? Just,
3: so we were paid the full for ten days. They still haven't paid us back for the equipment that's, you know, oh, we're going to do it next week, going to do it next week kind of shit. So that's kind of up in the air. Yes. Um, I can really care less. I mean, you know, I remember, you know, the you know the guys, of course, you know, let's stick together. We'll be family and brothers. Some of us have I me. Mean, some of us are, like, no shit, like, really good friends now and we'll be friends forever, obviously, because of that. Some guys are fucking clowns and, you know, cut ties with them. But, you know, it's interesting in these, like, WhatsApp, you know, group messages that we're in. You know, the guys start, you know, arguing and talking about, they better pay us for our gear. I lost a lot of equipment and, you know, they, they start getting angry and shit. And I jumped on there and I was like, hey guys, why don't you just take a second and close your eyes, put yourself back in that fucking cell and ask yourself: Does another eight grand for your lost five eleven collection really even fucking matter? <laughs> uh, yours like was who, ten grand. I'm so. like, who gives a fuck about yeah. eight grand or ten grand? Like in the scope of them, like you're in a, you're alive in America. Yeah. Like you should never be angry mm-hmm. again another day in your life. You should like, you're yeah. good. That's the hard <laughs> reset. You literally yeah. had a hard fucking reset. Yeah
1: understand where they're coming from though you know Can if you, you think about it you, <laughs> yeah well no i can't because i wouldn't put no i mean i that. mean honestly between
3: <laughs> 10 grand or being back in that fucking no.
1: jail
2: yeah or being murdered by yeah fucking, but you yeah. are
1: but you are safe and you are sound but that is still your equipment and they should either give you back your equipment or do what's right and give you the money for your equipment yeah, yeah. You know, because right which was now, It's
3: actually written in the contract that any gear that was left would be Because technically,
1: so, yeah. if you think back on it, now you were there and were in a Haitian prison for free because you say you got paid, but that's how much you lost. You yes. lost 10 grand worth of stuff, so
3: no. I don't know. Ain't that a bitch. Yeah. I
1: just want some new shoes. No. I mean, I'm not going to yeah. lie. I'm a wife.
3: <laughs> that's why I went down there to get her some fucking <laughs> new shoes. Daddy, mama needs some new shoes. Well, no. daddy needs a fucking new asshole.
1: I think that was the hardest- <laughs> That that was the hardest thing is because Chris didn't need to go there for money, right? Mm -hmm. Like so, I think that's what was so hard those days is that I just kept thinking, "Wow, you know, this was for an extra house payment. This was for because you know, man, I'm
3: an entrepreneur just like you are. So I've I've been, I always will try to better myself, better my like I don't, I said I've always been that way. I think that. You know, I don't. have Obviously, it's not my primary source of income. I don't even need to do that kind of work. Yeah. I can do what I do and be happy with it. But it's yeah. like, hey man, you want to put a gun on and go fucking make a quick ten grand? I'm like, yeah man, why no, not?
2: Yeah, I mean for sure. Like the the cruise control doesn't last very long. You know, no. with, yeah. with assholes like us. I mean, yeah, you get bored fucking quick. I yeah. believe me, I get it.
1: But it gets sad to think that you know, I like I I was sad thinking I could have lost him over
2: yeah just over like, something stupid yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, to me, it's kind of the same thing with some of the extreme sports that guys do. I mean. I think guys like us, there, there's all of us have at least one fucking thing sure. like like that that's either yeah. stupid or fucking dangerous or it's just like God damn, why would you fuck with that you know but right. I mean that, I think that's a big part of the recipe of of uh, you know how people have the ability to achieve success in the special operations community is, yeah. is there's that little bit of fucking off wiring but.
3: Yeah, um, and it's mostly white people, right? You don't see a lot of yeah, uh, I, You don't see non whites like shark diving and fucking yeah. cliff no, diving. <laughs> you know, you don't see that kind of well, shit. No, that's like no, white no. people doing. like dumbass <laughs> white motherfuckers doing that. Stuff. I'm like, white no, people. Why, do why crazy are we? Shit. Why are we
1: wired that way, yeah. dude? Yeah. That's, like that's yeah. some white people shit right there.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's fucking great. Um, yeah. That's racist. Anyway. Uh, so I'm half
3: white. I can yeah, say it.
2: Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I fucking love it. Uh, so what, what now, I guess? I mean, when, when are you headed back to Haiti?
3: Well, I'm going to give it another week, and yeah. then I'll never obviously go back. And, yeah. you know, because my name was, you know, it's one thing to have your name out there because you have a business and you're yeah. promoting shit or whatever. And I've been in this in the, in the media for a long-ass time. But but now, as far as that type of work, I'll never yeah. do it
2: again. Yeah, well, I mean, that yeah. pr- probably even impacts uh, international travel across the board a little bit, I imagine.
3: Yeah, I can't imagine myself going any further than Hawaii or Alaska anytime yeah. Yeah. soon. I, yeah. I don't, you know, yeah. I have so the, no desire. Yeah. The guys are like, "Hey, man, you want to ride to Mexico this year again?" I'm like, "No, nah, I'm good. I'm yeah. text- Cabo I'm for the good weekend. weekend. Nope. nope, nope. I'm good. good I'll idea. find a pool and some margarita <laughs> right here in fucking San Diego. Just Facetime
2: me when you get there. Yeah. We'll call it, we'll call it good. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, fucking great. We'll you know, you on.
1: asked earlier like how far it went up when you were asking like mm-hmm. who got them out. Um, I think you did find, didn't you find out it went? Well, all we
3: Mike. Did it go to oh, like as far as who? Yeah, it went all the way up to. Uh, Pompeo, we were told that it went to Pompeo and, um, yeah. yeah, and that it was it was a big fucking deal, dude. Yeah. Like, bas- basically, like. You know, Trump had to give the head nod to let us out. So, yeah,
2: well, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, once the prime minister is like, you know, making accusations of the U.S. government being involved in sending you down here. Yeah, yes. I mean, like you can't not respond at that point. So,
3: well, you know, in, in a, a follow up to what has happened since then is is we came home and about three weeks later, I don't know if anybody remembers, but then uh, Marco Rubio made a visit to Haiti. Mm-hmm. Oh, no shit. So he flew from from Florida to Haiti to go visit with President Moise, and while he was there, or just before he landed, the prime minister that had us locked up was fired. Really? So he lost his job. <laughs> Fuck you, dude.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now he's in that same prison. Yeah,
3: uh, the embassy.
1: Um, oh, don't the worry, embassy I'll bring you some water. Tomorrow, yeah, you yeah, fucking sure.
3: yeah. bastards.
1: The yeah. embassy, the ambassador of You know, for us. I mean, they yeah. all did their job. An amazing goodness, job, man. Yeah. Yeah. Saved our
3: ass. I mean, yeah. saved our lives, dude. There's yeah. no fucking you can. Say what you want, play tough guy, and do dude. They legitimately save their fucking yeah, lives.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's fucking right on. So, so
3: he got shit canned, and then, uh, the and then Moise, the president Moise, he went, uh, to what the fucking Mar-a-Largo. Yeah. When, uh, Trump was there a few weeks ago and had a meeting with him behind closed doors. So, God only yeah. knows what's going on, but yeah. Maybe he apologized for calling Haiti a shithole. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Probably.
2: Have, Hold your breath on that one. Yeah. Uh, have any any contact from any any government at all since since then? Like no, nothing, huh? Nope. Just fucking, huh?
3: Yeah, uh, we asked you. We were literally asked the people that interview us in the in the uh, the debrief from the the government. were like, hey, man, are we being charged? And they're like, no, man, you guys yeah. legitimately have a contract, went down there to do it, and got um, rolled up and and held without yeah. charge, and you guys were just fucked. Yeah. So Yeah.
2: Fucking crazy shit, man. I I would say that I'm I'm surprised. I'm kind of not though. Like if, I, <laughs> if if I go through my Rolodex of motherfuckers I know that, that, that would have a fucking story like this. I gotta tell you, you are on the short fucking list, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's fucking great. Well, there shit. won't
3: be any stories like this anytime soon. Yeah,
2: yeah. You're gonna fucking take a pause. A big at least pause for a few months. Yeah. All right. So I know. Uh, switching gears now. Looking forward. You got this behind you. I, I, you know, I appreciate you. Spending the time to, to go into all the details that I know, like these are these are the fucking details that people want to know. Like, holy shit, what was that like? So I, yeah. I appreciate. And
3: I didn't want that. to be that guy's like, well, I can't talk about it, bro, and yeah. you know all that's. I mean, look, we yeah. the what pissed me off the most, and why I decided to you know break my silence, so to speak, is because of all the shit that was in the yeah. media, and all I was the like, bullshit. yeah, I get mean, yeah. it. Mean like, you know, made it look like you know Keystone Cops trying to rob a bank, and we got rolled up by Haitians, and I'm yeah. like, come on, man,
2: yeah. Come We're on. better than that.
3: Yeah, way better than that. <laughs> Not at least with would have shot a guy. Yeah,
2: no shit. Right. Yeah. Um, all right, so looking forward, like, uh, you know, we wrapped up the last podcast. We're going to release these together, but... I know you have some, uh, from a business standpoint, looking forward, like what, what are you going to do moving forward now?
3: So obviously in the last podcast, we talked, you know, everybody follow me on Chris Awesome Designs and I don't know when this will be released, but, uh, it may be still that, but I'm changing the, the brand name to rugged, which yeah. is, uh, you know, I've always wanted a single word brand that I, you know, think that, you know, we talked about it earlier today is that, you know, five years, 10 years from now, as this thing keeps growing bigger and bigger, you know. You know, yeah. you don't want to have Mike Ritland canine, right? Yeah. So it's just like, I don't want to sell my own name and, and, yeah. and try to, you know, figure out how to work that. And the other part of that is, you know, when you introduce a brand with your own name, it's it's fine. You know, it was a good segue from Tactical Assault Gear because everybody knew me that as the founder and owner of Tag. So that was, you know, a, a, a clean little segue, so yeah. to speak. But, you know, I spend more time talking about who I am and I'm like, you know, I don't want to spend 10 minutes, 15 minutes describing who Chris Osman and why the fuck he designs.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. I'd rather just, you know, talk about the new brand and, and what we're doing. And, and the, you know, the big thing about what I'm doing is, you know, as you know, man, I've been in making and designing nylon products for fuck almost 20 years now. Yeah. And, you know, I have, you know, a love affair for it for whatever reason. It's just my, my thing. Like you, you're into canines. I'm into nylon. So, yeah. um, <laughs>
2: wait a minute. That just sounds fucking twisted. I'm into nylons. You're
3: in a you're in a canine.
2: <laughs> I'm in the nylons. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't
3: go. even know why they're out. That's that's why they're barking out there. It's not because yeah. they want to get out of yeah. the cages because you're out there raping them all yeah. night.
2: I think there's a bad connection with your mic. Maybe I don't I don't know if they heard that.
3: But, uh. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, yeah. So you know, when I was going to come back to the tactical industry. You know the one thing I didn't want to do was just be. I, I looked at the industry and it was like, "Hey, man, the world does, really doesn't need another, you know, dump mag pouch or you know." Yeah. So, but In what? In the I, last ten years, there's been an influx. Yeah, of yeah there's been a Nylon huge company. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. I took a break for ten years, yeah. other, other than when I was working. Um, yeah, for that company, I sold tag to. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but you know what I want to do is is sell direct and be a market disruptor and yeah. cut out all the middlemen, right? So traditionally. You know, like, use $100, let's say, for a belt or something. Traditionally, a dealer or a distributor would buy that at 40% off or 50% off. But I'm, you know, I'm going to just sell it to the end users direct for the same price that a dealer or distributor would buy it for. And, you know, a lot of these companies have crazy fucking markups oh, on, yeah. on nylon now. It's, yeah. You know, I see it every day as, you know, 150%. Some brands I see 300%, and I just don't think that, yeah. you know, nylon sewn into a rectangle should cost that much. Yeah. You know, no. so...
1: But they're making room for their retail dealers, their distributors, their government distributors. He wants to go direct Mm -hmm. to consumer because guys are still having are going back to the times of buying their own gear, and it's getting too expensive.
2: Yeah, Yeah. be like the uh, the Amazon of the tactical world. Yeah, so it'll
3: all be online. There will be no retail stores. It'll and the pricing all includes you know free shipping. So it'll.
2: No, it's fucking awesome. And uh, share the name real quick. And if you want to show it to the camera, the the new the new logo.
3: can you see that? I don't know.
2: Yeah. Check out the YouTube fucking channel if you want to see the new design. Rugged yeah. spelled with uh, an R-H.
3: U-G-E-D. Yeah, that's fucking yeah. great shit. Um, and then on the back, it says, as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so it's rugged as fuck.
2: Rugged ass fuck, which has a whole new meaning after yeah. being in a Haitian prison.
3: Yeah. That's how I came up with that. I'm like, yeah. hey, I just got a rugged ass fuck. <laughs> Who came up with that? You did, actually. I said, hey, because I was like developing the label, right? And, you know, it's a, it's a, you know, it's just so unlabeled label and it he turns like, over. And normally you have like launder instructions on yeah, there or like, yeah. oh, made in America. Yeah, she's American flag don't tread on me and I yeah. just think all that bullshit so played out and yeah. I was like babe I don't know what to put on there she's like oh how about ass fuck <laughs> I'm like okay we're rugged ass fuck or as you say it, ass fucked
2: yeah, ass fuck. as right fucked up. you were definitely yeah, ass fucked yeah. uh, before we wrap up one question I wanted to ask uh, that I, I didn't uh, what was the first thing you guys did once you got back to San Diego
3: had dinner with my kids, so that my our kids were there at the airport, and you know hugged it out, and they yeah. wanted to hear the story, and yeah. you know went and had um, carne asada chips. Yeah, a fucking dis- I couldn't even eat them. We later. went and got Mexican. <laughs> food. Normally, yeah, yeah, Mexican. food. normally I could eat like a pile of them, and i yeah. it, like
2: stomachs. All we sharp. went
3: to Santana's yeah. on Marina Boulevard, our yeah. favorite place to get. Yeah. yeah, so I'm people have, you know, they're like keto and all this other bullshit. I'm like, yeah. Atkins, I'm like, no, try the Haitian diet. <laughs> <laughs> the Haitian prison diet. <laughs> Haitian prison diet, that'll fucking cut some pounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Christ, Our kids what? were
1: funny. <laughs> we were in the airport waiting for him. You know, they were so excited because they didn't know for days. Yeah. I didn't tell them till Wednesday because I was so I didn't want them to worry, and I wanted to tell them good news. And yeah. finally, I didn't have any good news, and I finally told them. I took them to Denny's and told yeah. them. But um, I don't know why Denny's like what the <laughs> fuck, dude. So,
3: like, you know, the of next all the restaurants night, on yeah. earth.
2: Here's the well, fucking. especially living in San Diego. Our daughter the picked
3: up. Yeah, it you're out. like, hey guys, yeah. here's the worst yeah. meal yeah. on earth to tell you the yeah. worst news about your father.
2: Yeah. Our kids o- are both o- over in a college. Moon's over my hammy, by the yeah. way. <laughs>
1: well, our, <but> our kids. <laughs>
3: I get that smothered and covered. <laughs>
1: our kids are both in college, and my son ended up finding out that Wednesday morning. So Twitter, be, no, fucking, because fucking Twitter. my Twitter. our industry found out obviously. Like yeah. it had been everywhere, and I work in the defense industry. So, and so do like six of my best friends that I've known for twenty years. Well, three of them start blowing my phone up, freaking out, and I won't answer, right? Because I'm like, okay, you don't I want
2: to bullshit them, but you don't, yeah. yeah.
1: And then all of a sudden, my son calls, and I didn't answer, and then he wrote me a text, is white dad in a Haiti?" <laughs> so he dad. calls me
3: white dad. <laughs> 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 he was like,
1: uh, how he you was like that, is white right? dad? He That's either wrote his great. white dad or, or Chris. He wrote one of them. It those. wasn't Chris. Chris. So, it was white dad.
2: So what's, was, is, is, what's was, like, the is other He's like, is he in a Haitian to, jail? Yeah. Well, how does he refer to the other dad?
3: We Funcle. We, we the fun uncle. What do you mean stop? It's fuck you. What do you mean I'm Wait a minute. The Haiti thing? I can tell all the Haiti shit... You are mad because I didn't update my fucking relationship profile yeah. in prison, and I can't say Funkle on the fucking oh, cool. air? But,
1: so he, then, my so my son sends me a text asking, is he in a Haitian jail? And I, like, jump, I was like, call him. Who the and fuck do like, do that? I was like, hey. He was like, I just got a call from Angie, which is one of my best friends, who was freaking out and was like, where's your mom? We're trying to get a hold of your mom. Chris is in jail in Haiti. So it's like, I'm like, can we please not call my ch- children?
3: Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: yeah. But, I and called. so
3: many people called i you know yeah. i, I yeah. there are literally hundreds of people that reached out to her they, trying yeah. to you know help out and there were so many people behind the scenes calling the embassy yeah. and calling their friends in the yeah. state department and yeah. the government and it's amazing i didn't even know i had that many fucking friends to be honest with you yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah I, mean, I, I, mean, I, I didn't you know i knew that many people really i mean it was so yeah. many people man i yeah. it was crazy how many people yeah. came to help her which is yeah. amazing but because
1: by, awesome. by the third night he was in there i was that was tuesday night i was I was angry. Like, yeah. I was, okay, he's not getting out. Stop telling me that. So I started asking for, like, the contract. And I continued the next, you know, morning all night. I was sending all these crazy text messages to Lance. And I was like, look, I would like a copy of, of the effing contract, the prime contract. And he would get on the phone with me and he'd be like, well, I don't know if you understand how contracting contracts work and this and subs and primes. And I was like, stop. I work in the defense industry. I know all about fucking contracts, negotiating them, subs, primes. I want the subcontracts and I want the prime. You know, like I figured that would get yeah. him out of whatever situation they were mm-hmm. in, you know? So when my friends, I call my friends, when they found out, you know, my friends, you know, have dads. Some of them are now with SEALs. Not when we were younger, we were all too fast or whatever, but, you know, like, we have a big community, you know, we're tied into a big community, and, you know, like, my best friend's dad were calling all the people he knew, because he's former SOCOM, and everyone's just started calling a bunch of people, and I'm not saying that's what got him out, because obviously the embassy really was working, but, you know, there was that concern, and so when I was like, okay, I need to tell my daughter, I was like, hey, you know, she was in class, and I didn't want to text her the news, so... I said, hey, would you like to have lunch? Your choice. Me and Eric will come meet you. She was like, "Yeah, you know." She picked Denny's, so I told them in Denny's. Fucking
0: Denny's, I love it. I <laughs> told Denny's.
1: them in Denny's. Hey.
3: Moons over hammy, Your right. dad's fucked. That's right. White dad is being fucked right now. Yeah. Would you like extra coffee? And they sure. it get a top off. Fucking white dad. They're I great
1: children. It. They're yeah. smart children, and they're awesome. And
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to use that somehow. I'm gonna, I gotta. Yeah. I'm, yeah. you're gonna change your contact name on my phone or something. White dad, <laughs> we should. <laughs> yeah. oh, Christ, I love it.
1: But I like I wrote them Because I didn't want Anyone in Denny To know what we were Talking about Because it was All over the news At this point So yeah. I wrote down I'm like okay I'm going to say this But I mean this Like yeah. I'm going to say Timothy but I mean Chris Like change yeah. these
3: three things I don't even know What she's saying right now no, <laughs> What the, the fuck <laughs> Wait. You know, Mike do you really Even understand What she's saying right now It sounds like Some
2: secret squirrel shit That, that you had
1: <laughs> that I was trying to.
2: And then yeah it's like, Yeah
1: I was trying To tell the children What was going on with him Some
2: Jason Bourne shit
1: But without saying it out loud Because yeah. the TV was on And it was on the news yeah. And I didn't want people around us to know yeah. it was yeah. my crazy yeah. husband in fucking haiti yeah. but they were like when i started telling it they were i didn't say any of the fake names or yeah. places yeah i just said and they just laughed at me so yeah, yeah. but they were good
2: they were fucking great christ april fools and shit
1: yeah
3: mm-hmm.
2: well rock and roll um anything else you guys want to add uh, to the experience before we cut it out here Before we bust out of here and grab some fucking Whataburger.
1: Caribbean. (laughs) Fuck
3: Whataburger. You want to talk about that? Yeah, Yeah. I'm fine. Haiti sucks. Whataburger's worse. Let's talk about what a fucking whatever the fuck burger.
2: I will say this. If you think a Haitian prison is bad, Go, go somewhere public in North Texas and say, fuck Whataburger, and, and you may find yourself <laughs> in a shittier spot. I
3: don't even know what part of Texas I'm in now, to yeah, be yeah. honest with you. I'm out in the middle of nowhere. Bum, bum we did fart. leave
1: all of our San Diego and California hats yeah. and t-shirts yeah so, yeah, yeah,
3: so before we came. So, you know, obviously the hype of you know Whataburger and all the shit, right? I've never had one in my entire... All the times I've been to Texas, never, never had one. Still haven't? No, I had one the other day. Oh, okay. And much like Haiti, never again. So
2: I was <laughs> fucking.
3: So I go in there, you know, and it's like, oh, the number one, you know, this is the burger that made us famous, and all this other shit. I'm like, cool. And then you know, we ordered it and sit down, and then the lady comes and she's got the prison tray of condiments. You know, mm-hmm. we get the the fries were all right. Well, I will that spicy so, ketchup, though, is next level. Yeah. All right. That's really good. Yeah. I wasn't
1: a burger fan, but the burger but, I
3: thought sucked ass.
1: I would say their fries are as close to McDonald's. And Back and
2: when they made them when they were bad for you. The, the McDonald's fries, when they used yeah, the trans yeah. fat oil instead yeah. of the yeah. fucking granola
1: I will say, express, I love Waterburger fries.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They are really amazing. The, the A1 thick and hearty burger will, I mean, you'll, you'll, Travel back to wherever your mom is and slap her for not ma- not making. Wait a it minute,
1: money. they had a burger where you put a. I put a one on my burger. I'm
2: telling you that is that where I, I fucked up. I will take. Ta- yeah, I will take you guys from here. We'll go to Whataburger and we'll get the A1 thick and hearty. That shit, you'll slap yourself. It tastes so good. It's that okay. fucking good.
1: All right, we're gonna we're gonna fair keep our I'm hungry too. right,
2: two 0. We're gonna give it another shot.
3: Yeah, and all then right. we'll do another podcast. Yeah, I'll have to we'll fucking come all the way back it. out here yeah, right. tell you guys to admit on air how amazing <laughs> this fucking burger is.
2: Fucking I Oh, God damn, I love it! All right, um, again, I appreciate you guys coming. Um, I know you, you had a fairly long trip to get up here, but uh, I know the, uh, the 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 dude bros and the chicks are gonna fucking love this uh, love this episode. It's a great, great story. Glad you're back safe yeah. more than anything. Um, I know Thank I was worried much, about man. you, and uh, I didn't. I actually, when I texted you right after I heard you got back, I didn't figure you'd respond honestly, but glad you did. Glad you're back. Appreciate the story. Um to all the listeners as always uh, I appreciate your guys' support without it uh, we would not be able to do what we do and uh, and it's because of you guys that uh, that we get to flap our gums so appreciate it go to tricos.com and teamdog.pet to see all of the products I'm not going to walk you through all of them uh, but teamdog.pet uh, if you own a dog and you haven't signed up and you're listening you know the deal choke yourself uh, because you you need to be on that shit. So, uh, check out all the other products. We got a bunch of stuff coming down the pipe. And uh, until next time, this is Mike.